When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Who can go to trap sons and traps? Trap sons and trap don'ts 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 and We have CB, the grenade. What's up? Uh, we're talking to Tatiana Suarez, who put an amazing, wow. Oh. I, and I called it. When we had her on the show last time, I go, this is the future champion. I, I, I called it. You remember that? She looked like she was fighting in the wrong weight division, but, though, bro. Oh, my God, like, she's so big. But, oh, I, but wow. I've watched like 10 of her uh, I watched all of her fights. I don't know if she's had 10 fights, but I watched all of her fights, and I'm like, there's something. I don't think she's lost a round. In the MMA, not even a minute of a round. Right, uh, and, and they were they kept comparing her to Khabib, which her wrestling is that good. So, I I found that to be incredible, I, but it looked like that kind of a fight. It did, like, it did. Poor Cookie Monster, she had a lot of knuckle sandwiches. <laughs> it's like strange coincidence, but it's like Tatiana's almost Carla 2.0. Like what Carla should have been coming out of the Ultimate Fighter as the champ, the big wrestling pedigree, but Tatiana's bigger, she's better, she's stronger. It, it, she does not look like she should make 150. So we're talking to her, we're talking to Ashley Yoder, uh, another amazing fighter at hot. Fucking hot as hell. Yeah. Damn. But first, I want to thank, listen, people, Santa Cruz Medicinals makes potent lab tested CBD formulas. I'm telling you, I use this olive oil, I use this stuff on all my food, and my wife cooks it, and my body. It's great for pain relief. You can add it to your coffee, shakes, use it topically to reduce inflammation. The fats help the, CD, the CBD absorb. I'm telling you guys, the 1,000 milligram olive oil is amazing to add to recipes and can make any recipe CBD infused. They make 2,000 milligram CBD infused MCT oil that's very potent and really helps with pain. If you guys have pain, if you guys train, if you guys work out, this is the stuff to get, okay? Santa Cruz Medicinals. Go to scmedicinals.com. That's scmedicinals.com. Use the code MMAROASTED for $5 off your order. And they have stuff that's gluten-free, sugar-free, lab-tested, and affordable. I gave you some, Job. I use it every single day, the coconut oil, CBD coconut oil in my coffee. Every day. It makes me feel great. It, gives me yeah. like, it improves my mood. Like I'm positive throughout the rest of the day. I don't know if that's an effect of CBD, but... <laughs> I think it is. I'm yeah. And, yeah. and, and uh, the, the guy in charge is a great, great guy. He loves the podcast. He's a big, big fan. So definitely, uh, definitely get that stuff. Also... If you live in California and you smoke marijuana, you take CBD, you take uh, uh, THC sex lube, okay, which gets you high during sex, okay, Speedweed is... <laughs> Do you mind? Your baby's right there. Speedweed is the place to go. Hey, that's how I had this baby, okay? Uh, speedweed is the place to go. Uh, they will deliver it to you. You go to a dispensary now, it's like going to a, a Kmart on uh, Christmas, okay? It, it's just, you have to wait hours sometimes. It's BS. Okay, go to speedweed.com, mention roasted, you get $10 off any orders of $100 or more, speedweed.com. So, I just got back from Tennessee, 
I uh, had, a, had a great shows out there. Chattanooga. Oh, all right. It was awesome. They actually, what was it, a comedy zone? or A comedy club. Called, it's called the Comedy Catch. Comedy Catch. And they That's moved right. it to like... Uh, they moved it to this place called like the Choo Choo area. So it's like all like old school trains <laughs> and then concerts. That sounds it's awesome. Super gay. I, I'm telling you, it was. Uh, We're moving it to Choo Choo Town. Uh, gay as Come on, happy. Choo Choo. No, it was legitimately so no, much fun. I'm just messing around. Uh, it, it, it was a cool little place, and it was one of those. I was there a year and a half ago when they first moved it, and you could tell like when it's like it's like when they get to a brand new comedy club, people don't know how to really like. It's just not, they don't have the comedy audience yet. You get people that are just kind of looking around or like new to comedy. But now it's a year and a half later and they were just there to laugh. Uh, so it was, it was totally awesome. I know my, my like dog is licking my, my baby's feet. Yeah. Uh, He's like, these are delicious little toes. Uh, so yeah. So, little so, Hey Adam, when yeah. you, whenever you travel, do you ever like make it a, like an objective to like experience the city that you're in like go to like try their food or go see like museums or anything or just like I sit in your hotel I should do it a lot more uh, it depends on where, where I'm at uh-huh. like um it's like there is sometimes I do that like definitely if I'm at, when I was in Mongolia and China and sure. places like that yeah, absolutely um, but then when I go to like you know Appleton, Wisconsin uh, <laughs> they don't want to try the, any cheese not as much not as much <laughs> as I should it hey, cheese curds are incredibly disappointing by the way they're really? just basically like mozzarella sticks it depends who I travel with also like when mm. I go out with Jeremy Piven we usually go around and like you know see the place but if it's just me depends on what I gotta do mm-hmm. you know um, this one I didn't actually I was in my hotel and I finally got to sleep you know how like you have a Saturday show it ends at 1 or 12.30 it's hard, yeah. to, hard to get to bed sometimes so it's a good show super high just off the show yeah, yeah, yeah. and I get in and then I, I like caught up on all the fights so right. now it's 2, 3 then I watched uh, uh, season 2 now of Iron Fist I started watching that <laughs> So now I finally is get this, a, this is a gay porn collection. Yes, Iron Fist. <laughs> so now, so finally, it's like it's like four o'clock in the morning, and I uh, get to bed, and then I get a pounding on my door at like seven. I'm like, well, what happened? They're like, dude, your bathroom blew up. Uh, the, the back of my toilet, the pipe exploded, and it was a huge flood. And like I was sleeping through all of it. Water was flying everywhere, right? <laughs> like I'm like the so guy's like, well, you've been iron fisted for so long, so then you were I just was tired. Like, I was like, I got I, look. I was like, you take. I'm, I'm going back to bed, right? So I go back. To, I'm like, you guys take care of this, right? So I, I wake up at like noon. The whole floor is evacuated. Uh, and the people, He's just sleeping. Yeah, I'm like, hey, I'm, you slept through it. I'm tired. I took what like, a great hotel, too. <laughs> They're like, they didn't even bother to make sure all the rooms had been cleared out. But then, but then, like, all my clothes that were on the floor were drenched in, like, toilet water, you know? Ooh. Yeah, so I can't wear anything. I have nothing to wear. So now I'm like, luckily there was a, a, a laundry room there. But I had nothing to wear to the laundry room. So now I'm ra- I have a t-shirt, that, one dry t-shirt that I wore the night before, and like a bath towel around me. <laughs> nice. Because I, I have no pants to wear. The locked out of your room special. And I'm knocking on people's doors. All of your pants were on the floor? <laughs> yes. Uh, this is also a testament to the way you maintain yourself on the road. So then all my pants were on the floor. Everything was, no, it got into my whole suitcase was drenched, right? So oh. now I had to go, then I had to like knock on people's doors, going, hey man, do you have any laundry? Because people were living there. It was like kind of a hotel slash people were living there. <laughs> so, so that was, they moved me to a new hotel. Sounds classic. So then like the owner of the place was like, you slept through the flood and the cleanup. I'm like, yeah, I, was, I was pretty tired. It's so, biblical. Yeah. So that was on Sunday night. And then I, I ran into some, uh, some people came to the show, which is cool. And the last night at the Dime Bar, it was fun. I came back. I did the dime. You know, I, it was one of the, I flew to Atlanta. Now, let me tell you something. I fly to Atlanta because it's like the flight from L.A. to Atlanta 
because they don't cover your fl- your flight a lot of these places. You know, right? I hate to take the curtain off, but sometimes sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. No, that's right. This time they didn't. So you fly to Atlanta. It was like three hundred and fifty bucks from L.A. to Atlanta. Oof, right? It's not bad. But from it's LA to good. LA to Chattanooga was like six hundred or something. And this is like three weeks before, not right. even like the week before, like three weeks before. Yeah. Which is usually when I small market. Those are the toughest to get to, the most expensive. So I'm like, you know what? I'll fly to Atlanta. It's a two hour drive. Take the rent right. a car. Rent a car, and then I fly Delta all the way in. I buy Delta, and then I realize my flight back is Spirit Airlines. This fucking airlines. You get oh my there, god! They charge you fifty for to check your luggage. 50 to carry on, yeah. down 100, yeah. and $25 to choose a seat. Like, no, so yeah, they nickel and dime free. all the money back out of you. So now I'm, no, now I'm down 125 on I'm, top of the, so I might as well have flown to fucking Chattanooga. Yeah. It's fucking horrible. They charged me for my fucking emotional baggage. They made me, <laughs> they made me check my white privilege. This is bullshit, guys. <laughs> had to perform halfway through the flight. It was ridiculous. Dude, they, they, it's like they just put wings on a Greyhound bus. It's the worst. They're and the then, worst. The wor- and then they don't have any outlets to plug anything in. No. And, and then. They barely have electricity. Dude, then Let's I got on a plane honest. and the lady, everyone tries to be cute now. So the lady goes, hey, we're going to do flight yoga right now. I'm like, what the fuck, right? So she's like, everyone, put your hands up. So I put their hands up. They're like, okay, put your hands down, and now pick up your trash. Like, she fooled everybody. I'm like, motherfucker. Like, it was actually kind of funny. But, like, <laughs> but still, like, really? This is what we're doing now? We're doing fucking flight yoga? Well that, start- <laughs> well, that started with Southwest. Southwest Airlines started getting real funny with their announcements. <laughs> I remember, they were the ones. They were the ones. That they Like, one, and I'm not, okay, before I said gay, and I was just joking, yeah. but this one, was actually a gay uh, flight attendant the first time I saw it, and he and he's like, okay, and now for the emergency, you know, the seatbelt instructions for the one in a thousand of you that may have never been on a plane before, and then and so everyone started laughing, and then he like kept going, and then I kept, you know, I fly Southwest almost all the time. And it like spread like to other flight attendants, and they developed like stand-up comedy routines. Oh, it's like open mic. Night. It is. It's just a fucking sign-up sheet. It's so bad, on, and people like thing. started applauding. I'm like, don't encourage this. Seriously, th- this is a stop. safety instruction. And just, <laughs> any place to boo, it's on a fucking airline with the it people. Was so bad. It's the worst. It's the most and, expensive comedy show yeah, <laughs> you've yeah. ever been to. Yeah, no, it's terrible. So, uh, so CB, how was your uh, weekend? Uh, my weekend Hold on was like Bree. Oh. Bree, you want to take her? No. Bree tried to take her like 10 seconds ago, and you're like, no, I got it. I, 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 I know. I'm, I'm an idiot. All right. So uh, so how was your weekend, Stevie? What's going on? I was good. Just watched the fights, relaxed, nothing too special. But the weekend before was my fiance and I's two-year anniversary. Oh, yeah. Nice. The last like relationship anniversary before you know, Anal. Did you do anal? No comment. <laughs> no comment. Yeah. Oh. And now we can't sit for two weeks. So... Uh, <laughs> Week and a half. <laughs> little pegging, yeah. So, uh, okay, nice. There you go. And, and then, uh, and uh, Greg, how was your weekend? It was great. I went. Oh, okay. So I did a show at a porn party, which we've done. The you know sometimes you get invited to these porn parties, and it's not a porn party. It's like just a bunch of dudes who like porn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm like, where's the porn chicks? Right. Like they're usually incredibly disappointing. What do you mean? Like you got hired to do a porn party? Yes, I got hired to perform at a porn party. Right, with porn stars? Yes. Is and, that like but the here's holy the grail of like booking. Here's yeah. the thing, though. You think that's like, but the party started at noon and the show was at eight. Ooh. Right. So I'm like, these people have been going hard in the sun all day, and then hey, comedy show time, yeah. people. Yeah. 
So we get there. First of all, they, they also had a band. And you know when they have a band, it's usually the worst thing in the fucking world. Ever. It's Yes, it's three dudes who just are learning, barely learning to play their instruments. Oh. They, and they're trying to do originals that are just fucking garbage. Okay, no. This band was fucking awesome. This is one of those times where you're like, this band may actually... I may one day be talking about having seen this fucking band yeah. at a house party Third in Los Angeles. Third Eye Blind before they made her. Yeah. <laughs> Third Eye Blind. Third Eye Blind. This I like is your Third example. Eye. I like Third Eye Blind. You just, you really have just made it impossible for you to recommend music for the rest of How's your life. How's it going to be? All right, go on. <laughs> Again, you're making my point. Go on. So the band was great. I think they were called like... Like, a total girlfriend experience was weird because it was three dudes. <laughs> I, I swear to God, but that was the name of the band. I'm like, I, and yeah. one of the things I said to him, I go, you guys are great, but you have to change the name of your fucking band. Right. That's the dumbest fucking name I've ever heard. And the other thing was, like, the guy, the lead singer, was incredibly talented, right? Like, he could play in, multiple instruments. He was lead guitar, keyboard. He was running the synth pad, the, the sync thing that does all the loops. And singing vocals. He was incredible. But then he would talk between songs. Ugh. The best. <laughs> he was such a nerd. He was just like, things like, <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, what is that sound you're making? Like, it, it never works when they talk. It was just so bad. Stop talking. It's like, this is why you sat in your room and played music. Yeah. Because you're, you're, it's you're, never funny. Yeah. He's like, no one wants to hear about your politics. Yeah. He's like, I was like, <laughs> I'm like, stop making that sound. Okay. So then. Here's the thing, though. It was a porn party, though. I The second I walk in the door, I walk in the door, and to my left, there's a room labeled sex room. Whoa. In it was is a woman. beating off. Is, <laughs> was a woman. I never saw her face. Okay. It was all asshole. Wait, what? Just what? right up in the air. She was on all four. There were three cameras, one asshole, no waiting. And so she, and they, they're all. Chee, chee, chee. And were guys pounding her? And, asshole? I, I didn't look that long. I was just like, and asshole. Okay, this is real. This is a real porn party. Oh, they were making and a porn in there. They were doing, yeah, they were wow. shooting. Ding, porn. ding, yes. ding. Wow. Yeah, what? what? Did, did, the fucking, <laughs> did the cameras give it away? I don't know what's going on. So dude. then I go, so then I go out to the pool area, and you know, the young girls d- d- swimming naked, doing. Sweet Struve is flowing. Dude, I, and I had some Sweet Struve on me, but I'm like, I can't start doing it now. I have another show to do after this. I can't be doing right. it now. I'm going to show oh, up shit. all... So, I, listen, you'd be surprised. I actually, I didn't do the Struve until much, much later. Go on. So, but I get out there and they're all taking their clothes off and I... <laughs> And I'm like, this is this. And you, fucking and you went great. by yourself, huh? You're by yourself? No, I'm with a couple other comics. Uh, who else? Uh, Tamara Catan was there. Oh God! And, who brought his girlfriend? Because uh. he made the mistake of telling her it was a porn party, oh, and so she's like, "Well, then I'm coming with you." You yes. know? Uh. So, yeah. So he brings one. Yeah. Uh. So he's with his girlfriend, and then there were uh, Stoner Rob was there, and it was put together by a porn star, Sylvia Sage. I know her. Yeah. Who's yeah. actually she's a fun gal, she's a real sweet gal. Yeah. And uh, and so uh, she's the one that booked us for it. So we went up there. We did the show. They paid, and it paid. Right, they paid us. I think it was 50, 60 bucks. How was the show? And the show was terrible. Um, no, the show was okay, but like they didn't have any light like for our face. We were just had, they were, we were basically in yeah, shadow. Blow you during trying the show? to do jokes. Like, you know, that was what I was thinking about. I was like, I wanted to be, say it was one of those things where like I can't do it now. The timing's off, you know. But I wanted to be like, you know, I've done everything on stage except get a blowjob, and I wanted someone to blow me while I tried to do my act, but I couldn't. I can't. Do that. I can't do that anymore. I'm basically a married man. So mm-hmm. it's so, but I kept thinking about it. I'm like, I was like, 
I could get it done here. Someone would do it. One of these crazy little girls would fucking do it, but Dude, I didn't do it. I actually got, one time I was doing, I did this gig and I got triple the gig at Hennessy's and like Seal Beach. And next, yeah, yeah, next yeah. Week. I remember that gig. So I, 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 I think I, I ruined it. Uh, well, what happened was I go, Sam, how did it, it go the week after I did? And I, I would do a great show. Sam's like, dude, it was rough. I go, what happened? He goes, this girl that was all coked up kept going to the bathroom, and he said to her, one more time, if you get up, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna eat your ass on stage. And then she's like, no, you won't. And then everyone started yelling, eat her ass. So he lies down, and the girl sits on his face, and he starts eating her ass. Well, I've done that. During, during the show. <laughs> yeah. You've done that? Oh, yeah. You've eaten a girl's ass during sure, the show? Sure, I've had girls sit on my face a couple of times. Really? That, oh, yeah, back in the The Greg Wilson days when I was really rocking Bare and rolling. Ass. Oh, yeah. I've had wow. girls drop their titties in my mouth multiple times. But, but you're not worried about just the girl like not wiping or just... Of course, it's disgusting, but it's part of the show. <laughs> That was when I was going straight gonzo. I was willing to go anywhere to fuck it. Yeah. But then, but then Triple E said that the girl's girlfriend got up. She was a lesbian. I started punching him. And then some guy started punching him. I go, I hope this is your closer. <laughs> but, but then I, then I was there like a month later, and they said that they had actually a staff meeting. And they were like, uh, we, we, we can't let the comics eat people's asses on stage anymore. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I was about to ask you if you meant staff, like the people who work there, staff, like somebody's getting fucking infected. That, yeah, that too. It uh, actually affected their rating. They actually went from an A <laughs> to a D. So uh, how, how was your Dirty. weekend? What's going on yeah. with you? Oh, dude, my weekend was good. I'm. Uh, it went from an A to an A+. Plus. I'm still in a relationship, and it's getting pretty serious. Okay. So Do you still have the date? With the virgin that has brain cancer. <laughs> Yeah, well, to update Greg... She had brain cancer. She had brain surgery. Brain surgery. To update Greg and CB, you know, my girlfriend's a virgin. She wants to wait for, like, a very special moment. Yeah. To, you Which know, won't be with you. I mean, hope, I hope so. Oh, they so. have a date. I thought you guys said it was yeah. months, right? We had the bang date, dude. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. She was like, if you can stick it out through... What's the date? March. March, March. 2019. The, okay, March 1st? March. Because if it's know. just March, for me, it is midnight. At midnight, yeah. March 1st. <laughs> February 20th. And I mean, no, and I'm, I'm no. 28th. You're sitting on that motherfucker. No, totally. She's going to be marching away from him. <laughs> also. <laughs> so, wait. So, now. so What does that mean? So, I, I th- I've been actually putting a lot of thought into this. I think oh, CB Jesus. can help me out with this one. No, Even Adam. God, no. Oh, you're going to kidnap her and what bury happened? her in No, a, uh, no. <laughs> No, you're gonna take her to a shed out in the woods. Why? Why are you asking me? Yeah, exactly. How am I gonna help you with this? I'm thinking about popping the question on the bang date. Wait, you're gonna? Oh my god, you really love this girl? Yes. You're gonna ask her to marry you before you had sex with her? No, like immediately afterwards. No, don't do that. That's Should I do it before? I, Wait, no, no. No, you don't I know. completely... No, I disagree with you. I think you should do it. Why? Hell no. Wait, dude, you're young. You're 21 years old. You're Are you young. kidding me? You have your me? whole life ahead of you, bro. You, you, you don't even have a place. You live with your parents. You live with her parents. You don't really have a job. This is not the time to get married. No, you can't just girl, like say... you gotta wait a minute. Can we just say, this girl's some kind of Svengali. She's some kind of genius. Because this is what she wanted. She wanted to wait till marriage. Mm-hmm. And now she's teased this kid up so hard that he thinks it's his fucking idea. She's the most hard. It's fucking September. He said March. He's got six months. But it's already been six months, hasn't it? Uh, it's been five months. But can I propose and then say we're going to be proposed, engaged, but we're not going to get married for like another five years? Do you think she's yeah. not going to immediately start planning a wedding? Yeah. Wh- are you kidding? To the guy that know. took her virginity? I don't know. That's Listen, what's gonna happen. You guys, isn't she still in college? You're gonna be married oh, by okay. June. How old is You're she? You're gonna be married by June. 21. She, but she's in college? Yeah. Well, what year is she? 
She's expected to graduate in like three years. Yeah, it's, you guys have no. all the time. Wait, wait this out. You don't. What was she doing it. for the other years? That she's wait a minute. She's twenty one. She should be graduating this year. Well, she she works. She has a full time job, and she, oh, she just okay. takes like a couple classes okay, per semester. That makes sense. Okay. Are you her full time job? <laughs> There's not there's not been many jobs Zero in this relationship. Special needs kids. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like. All right, so definitely. Let's, all right, so let's talk about the fights. The fights over the weekend. Uh, there were some great fights. Look, I said Woodley was going to win. I did too. I didn't think he was going to win by choking him out by Dar's choke. That was getting fun. his black belt. But but the, here's the thing. Uh, yeah, I always was, assumed all his belts were black. Yeah, the <laughs> also were. true. Uh, the thing about it. Look, Darren Till obviously is a great fighter, but I was not on this hype train because. Donald Cerrone sometimes looks like a world beater and other times doesn't show up to yeah. fight. Uh, and, th- and beating a guy that was a 155-pounder, which is what Cerrone's real class is, and then beating Wonder Boy, who's another super awkward fighter. And he didn't dominate Wonder Boy. It's like he won a split decision or it was a... I don't know what it was, but yeah. I knew that Woodley was serious because when I went to the fights with Russell Peters in uh, the LA, we saw Woodley. And before the main event... Dean Thomas said, we're actually leaving to go train right now before the main event. Because Whoa. He goes, this guy's big. We got to get prepared. And I knew Woodley was serious. I mean, he, he has something to prove. Yeah. He really wants that Colby Covington fight. It's supposed to be happening in Madison Square Garden. Uh, I can't wait for that to happen. So, uh, yeah, I was super happy, about, happy for, uh, for Tyron. The guy deserves it. Nice guy. Works his ass off. Good role model. Good for him. Is it me or did Darren Till look sort of deflated for that fight? It looked like he had a bad weight cut almost. He of just course did, he did. Yeah, it didn't look like he had like as much muscle mass as he normally does for his Can fights. Can I tell you, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, is it just me or does this guy look kind of soft right now? Yeah. Yeah, he didn't look he didn't look as physical as he did uh, in the other fights. I, did, I, I was looking at him like, he doesn't... Didn't look like he'd been training hard. Mm-hmm. I also think he started believing his own hype a little Not bit. Not that he wasn't and, training hard, but his body, just like you said, but I thought it was just me that thought that. Yeah. I was like, just supposed to just be his body type. Mm-hmm. You know? Because we see that sometimes where guys come out and they don't look, but then they win the fight. Yeah. So. The one thing I will say about Tyron, and, you know, I was really a lot of respect for him and everything he did, you saw a viciousness in him. That you haven't seen in a few fights. Yeah, but a lot of the times it's the guys he's fighting, though. No, definitely. No, no, no. I'm not, and I'm not attributing it one way or the other. I'm just saying he went in with this just vicious, like, I'm going to fuck this dude up and shut everybody's mouth Yeah, right but now. also fighting Wonder Boy. Awesome. Fighting Wonder Boy is a super awkward guy to have. I know. And you can't kind of bum rush Wonder Boy because he'll counter you with some strange karate shit that you've never seen before. No, and, and, and the I'm other not thing, And then uh, also Maya, you know, the fights he, he didn't look good are guys that are just really hard to fight. One-dimensional guys, but their their dimension is so good in that one direction that it's just hard to look good against him. No, I wasn't saying he didn't look good. I'm just saying in this specific fight, he was just like, fuck it. I'm going to finish this dude fucking early. And Tyron doesn't have a submission win on his record until... Saturday night. Right, yeah. So I was surprised he lasted as long as he did. I mean, Tyrone was beating him exactly. up good. Yeah. I mean, the fact that he even survived that first barrage where yeah. he had, I mean, those vicious elbows. I thought, I was surprised they didn't stop oh my, the fight. Yeah, this is Normally, done. as it's early over. as many early stoppages as we've seen, I was surprised that they let him. But I mean, he was still fighting back. He was still defending himself. But I mean, he was getting 
pummeled. His and face then, looked like he knew it was over, but yeah. he was just trying to tread water. And then point. what's her name looked uh, also the girl Just uh, Gondrage. That was fucking brutal. I'm telling you, she's like a mini Anderson Silva. I mean, yeah. Vandalay Silva. Vandalay, mini yeah. Vandalay Silva. She, she swings just, just like him. She and she just comes in, comes forward. Brutal, yeah. brutal. After I, dropping twenty extra pounds too. But by the she, way, did you see? But you guys see that Snoop Dogg reaction video? Everyone's mad at Snoop Dogg, and I could see why. They actually took it off. The UFC took it down, actually. Uh, so Snoop Dogg reacted to. Um, if you could find it, one of you guys could find it. Uh, Snoop Dogg reaction to Woodley versus Till. He was. He kept calling Till a Trump supporter. Said the N word like. Like a hundred times, it was the most racist, ignorant. I think he compu- confused Till with, uh, oh my God. with Colby Covington, which is even stranger because he also worked for the UFC. At one point, you think he would actually know? <laughs> yelling like Wakanda and, forever. Yeah, yelling Wakanda forever, and it was, and it really pissed off Till. Till wrote like Snoop Dogg, "I'm coming for you." Colby Covington then tweeted out, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah." Tyrone Woodley beat his ass. Fuck Donald Trump. Fuck Donald Trump. Beat his motherfucking ass. Fuck Donald Trump, nigga. Okay, pause. 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 Snoop doesn't know he's He's British. clearly high. And yeah, he's, but so what? No, he's but he's high. mixing up two different things. He's not talking Till about that Covington. kid. He's just throwing Trump in there no, 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 no. with he the thinks, other thing. He thinks Darren Till is Colby Covington. Yeah. I think, I think he's just like so excited. He's just adding the, the Trump thing to it. Yeah, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, All the niggas out there, cub, whoop this motherfucker. Whoop his motherfucking ass. Beat his motherfucker, this motherfucker, cub. For hymns.com. Whoopi. I think he's just dropping consonants. Whooping cough? Oh. Tap this nigga out. Tap his bitch ass out, nigga. Yeah, nigga, Black Panther, nigga. Wakanda, tap out, nigga. Wakanda. Yeah, nigga. Wakanda, Wakanda player? What if it, I mean, can you imagine if it was the other way? A white guy yelling white this power. I mean, I mean, it's just, it'd just be, be awful. Bad. I mean, how, this is racist, ignorant, stupid. Uh, it's everything, and it's what are you doing? I and, think he's, and, he's trying too hard to like make people laugh because that's an Instagram video, right? Yeah. yeah. So I, he knows people are going to be watching him. He's probably hoping he's going to get to world star or something. But ever since know. he joined the UFC, he's been super cringy and like. He's lost a lot of fans just from his antics with the UFC. UFC got rid of him. Well, UFC yeah. got rid of him, but also like so. The Colby Covington then tweeted out about Snoop Dogg. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, so Colby, I saw that too. So, but because I think Colby kind of figured out that like he that, thought it was him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he so Colby writes uh, again. This all kind of backs on my point that Snoop he was Dogg. Just high. Hey, hey, Calvin, why do you delete my comment? Uh, I didn't know gangster rappers lived in safe spaces. Okay, so he wrote. Uh, he goes, uh, fuck Snoop Dogg, that crusty old stick figure with Tourette's. He goes, tra- uh, trading in that gin and juice for that California soy. Because I guess they call it people soy, soy. That's like, I don't know, the thing. Get used to Donald Trump being your president in the six and a half years. the new snowflake. Call me, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, the whole thing is just, the whole thing is cringy. I mean, but Snoop Dogg's never been in an, or, I mean, who could Snoop Dogg even beat? I don't think he could beat a 115-pound girl in the UFC. Yeah, I would CM take. Punk? I would take any. No, <laughs> CM Punk would murder Snoop Dogg. 
Snoop Dogg is also like 78 is a, pounds. Which is, a, which is why he should... And 78 years old. He should have He'll a, end up in bare knuckle boxing. Oh, come on. Yeah, I, I bet he'll come out and be like, I can do that bare knuckle boxing shit. He would, get, he would get murdered. I know. He but I don't see... Listen, I think he was... I mean, he's cheering, man. He's into it. Yeah, but... Okay, but that's... <laughs> that's pretty racist. Come on, man. <laughs> this cheering like, a, yeah. A Brit versus a... <clears throat> and saying that's why it just sounds to me it just sounds like he's fucking confused that's all like he's just throwing in the Trump thing there's too. a lot of people who are confused don't yell out you know the n-word 75 times and like surely do come on Darren Schultz's accent I guess didn't give it away well I don't know I'm just not a I'm not a Snoop fan and I was a Snoop fan I, I love Snoop Dogg when he was him and Dre and that first Chronic album I like a lot of his music but ever since he started like having zero respect for MMA people and fighters and and making a, a racist thing and a confusing thing. I mean, it's just so stupid. What are we doing here? I don't know. I'm not a fan. Are you a fan still? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, to the extent that, you know, I w- I, I've been to see him in concert and I thought it was pretty great. Yeah, he's still yeah. a legend for sure. Yeah, I probably I mean, Yeah, I mean, I don't, again. I don't know. I'm not a fan you know, of his politics. I don't know. Well, the beat, I'm dude. not a fan of anybody's politics right now. So mm-hmm. it that stuff, I just, I tried. Because, like, I went to see Kid Rock. I had to yeah. dissect his politics from that show but i love the music and i love the show are those, are those the, the fees that you have to pay for the tickets it's like you pay for the ticket to go to the concert and they charge you the fees because you got to listen to that bullshit uh by the way the beat looked amazing i'm telling you that was another guy that i said is going to be champion one day and i believe it. we got the beat we got the beat we got the beat you, little little daggy it's a little dicky. Yeah. that dude is he's, we got the, the beat he's amazing he's yeah. amazing and that that Leg lock he did after seeing Aljamain do it was insane. It had only been done once before in the UFC. An hour before. He probably saw it. was like, no, I no, could no. do it. There oh. was two that night. There was one prior. It was amazing. But yeah, very, uh, very rare submission. And So we're calling Ashley Yoder right now. Uh, where is Oh, there we go. Boom. Ashley Yoder, who I went to a strip club with, uh, with Dan Henderson. And I... I tried uh, Hello, Ashley Yoder. Yeah, what about Dan Henderson? I said I went to a strip club with you and Dan Henderson uh, after my show in Vegas. Why are you telling me this? That's a secret. Oh, no, sorry. Oh, uh, it was awesome. Well, I tried buying you a lap dance, and then you turned it down. So I just gave a girl 20 bucks for nothing. So. Well, sorry. uh, Oh, okay, listen, I'm at work. I have to give one second, one second. All right, no problem. So, Ashley Yoder, by the way, uh, who... Had a, a great fight against uh, the Brazilian, um, the girl with the, the great butt. What's her name? Uh, Jiu-Jitsu, world-class. Awesome. Oh, Mackenzie Dern. Mackenzie Dern. Great butt. Mackenzie Dern. Remember, I think Joey Diaz got in trouble for saying he wanted to lick her asshole like, or something, and then he like, tweeted it out, and it was a whole thing. But yeah, Mackenzie Dern. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ashley a she's, she's legit. So we're going to talk to her when she comes back. After she does her thing. All right, I'm sorry. All right, so uh, Ashley, how are you? What's going on? I'm good. Everybody just left me at the gym by myself, so I have to answer the phones. I'm so sorry. Oh, uh, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, now, you're training over at Team Quest. Are you still the only girl at that gym? I mean, yes. That is correct. I am the only female at my gym. Wow. That's, that's pretty damn awesome. Uh, you're, now, do you have a fight coming up? <laughs> I do. November 10th, UFC Fight Night 139. November 10th, UFC Fight Night. Who are you fighting? Uh, Amanda Cooper. Ooh, all right. Amanda Bobby Cooper, uh, who um, yeah. uh, you guys had a similar opponent and uh, Mackenzie Dern, a fight that I thought you won. It was an amazing fight. I was there. Uh, Mackenzie just ran through Amanda Bobby Cooper, but but MMA math doesn't always doesn't always you know work. 
But uh, it's going to be a good fight. Are you excited? I'm super excited. Um, I, I wouldn't go as far as she ran through her, but, you know, um, and I don't think there's anything. I, there was not, it was not a lucky punch, but if you watch that fight, that, that punch was uh, thrown from the backyard. It wasn't technically uh, meant for anything, I don't think. So she kind of got caught. But I think uh, she's a really good opponent, and I think it's a great fight for both of us. You know, um, it can showcase my, my talents on the ground, showcase her stand-up. Who knows? So I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. She's kind of a fun girl. You ever see that weigh-in where she went and grabbed Dana White's crotch? She weighs in. Well, you know what's funny? <laughs> it's so funny because me and Amanda actually hung out before we uh, got our fights for the Ultimate Fighter. And while we were in the van, right before you go in and Dana tells you you're fighting, we were sitting together, you know, we were talking. And she actually told me she was going to do that. I was like, no, you won't. And she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go up and I'm going to act like, I uh, grab his balls or I'm going to grab him in the crotch and say, these are mine or something like that, you know? And nice. she eventually ended up doing it, you know? So I was actually, I can't believe she actually did it, but it was hilarious. I can't believe it too. It shows you also the double standard. Imagine like you went up to your female boss and went to go grab her, her fucking her, her, her vagina. Yeah. <laughs> you'd be at you'd be at human resources in three seconds yeah. at the end. Meanwhile, she does Only it. one of them's getting a raise. Yeah. Meanwhile, and then she does it. It's like a meme and everyone's yeah. like, coolest chick ever. Holy shit. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Hashtag yeah. you too. Um, so yeah, now I'm excited for this fight. Um, you've had so many close fights. Uh, what are we going to do to make this not close? <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to have to finish it because clearly the judges do not like me. Yes. No, um, you, you know, it's just little things and it's me just, I have to fix little things, you know, it's, it's um, figuring it out as I go. And um, I, as, as long as I've been fighting, I've been fighting, you know, for 10 years, but I've really only been being really trained in the last seven so it's been like picking everything up at once it's been a I don't want to say a struggle because it's just kind of overwhelming you know trying to get good at least you know relevant in each category when you're going against people that have been karate since they're nine, taekwondo you know wrestlers so you know it's been um quite the task trying to like get on everybody's level in a, a short amount of time um so you know it's just I think, you know, tuning up things, fixing mistakes, getting more comfortable and confident. And I feel like that's going to happen in this camp. So I'm already, I already feel um, 20 times better than I ever have. And, you know, it's been, it's going to be a long camp. I got to fight at 12, 13 weeks. So we're just now getting really into the camp mode. So it's about eight and a half weeks out. Well, you're getting better every single fight. And like, like you said, I think that is true. I think a lot of people, they peak out because they've done wrestling or college wrestling or whatever. By the time they're 20-something, it's like they've hit their peak where you got a late start, so you're just first starting to see how good you can finally be, but it's taking you a little longer. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's, it's like trying to jump into a sophomore year of high school and you've never been to high school. You know, so it's, it's just learning all these things and these little details of every single discipline and putting them together, so... Um, I feel blessed, and I definitely feel like um, things are starting to click, and I'm getting really, uh, really more comfortable on the ground, uh, takedowns, and more comfortable on my feet. So I'm feeling good. Now, one of my favorite stories was when Tom Galicio told me he went to Team Quest because no other gym called him back. So he's, he's like, "All right, I'm going to Team Quest," <laughs> and he gets there, and no one knows that he's had like 30 fights already. And he's actually like a world champion in like M1 or something. So no one wants to be his partner except for you. So for the first three weeks, he was your partner at the gym. Uh, and he outweighs you by 100 pounds. Were you like, what the fuck's going on here? 
Well, you know, as a female, you just have to, like, you're always, like, the last one picked and, like, oh, go with this guy, you know, um, and uh, you just have to do it, you know. So, actually, I was Thomas first friend when he first came here, and, you know, I've really learned, grown to love this man like a, a real brother, so um, I didn't mind, you know, and that's happened a lot. There's a couple of guys, you know, that come in, but that's just one of the things, like, the higher-level guys didn't, don't want to go with someone that's new because, one, if they know who they are or whatever, and they want to try to hurt them. They yeah. Let the girl get hurt is basically what <laughs> uh, I was. I was a, a shark bait at that point. So what a bunch of dicks. Now, last time we hung out in Vegas, you introduced me to your new boyfriend uh, who I met for the first time. Are you guys still together? Yeah. Can we talk about that? <laughs> I don't really like I, I would rather talk about fighting than my relationship. Oh, come on. That's what everybody wants. All right. <laughs> well, can I, all right. Is it out? No. Are, you, are, you, are, you, are you guys public about it? Or you can not? ask what. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Are, are you guys public about it? I mean, we are, but I mean, we're all, yeah, but I don't, I don't really like talking about it. All right. Then, then we won't talk about it. All right. Well, you're dating a very cool guy. Who's a very great fighter? Thank you. Uh, who's he's dating very... a really cool girl? Yeah. Oh, whoa. Okay. Well, he's dating a cool girl. Now, how is he able to? <laughs> now, what was his pickup line though? Like, because a lot of guys they see you, the hot, you know, female fighter. They would like to get a girl like you. What was it about him that kind of won you over? Um, well, I think it was actually the first time we ever met was at the, my first fight in UFC. He actually uh, tried to steal my leggings. So I was like, I'm like, who is this guy? He's fucking hilarious. So it was just like uh, he was just a goofy guy, and uh, that's definitely what won me over. I think. See, the correct is true. If you if you if you're funny, you get girls out of out of your league. That's what. That's the only reason I do comedy. That's that really. Oh my god! Can you imagine what I would get if I weren't funny? No, not oh, that. Yeah, yeah I can't be, imagine. It'd uh, be horrible. You get yeah. I'd be with CB. That's that, yeah. The people, that's the thing. I, t- I tell comics all the time. I'm like, the first ten years, you're not gonna make any money. You're gonna get paid in pussy. You're gonna get hotter chicks than you've ever gotten in your life. Uh, like an actor. Yeah, funny's the funny's the way to any girl's heart, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. You make me laugh, and I will. Love you for life. Ah, mm, I now, like now, this. Um, now, and you, you make guys... me laugh, so I love you for life, Adam. No, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm married, but if I wasn't, uh, I would be over there in three seconds. Um, now, you, uh, now, but you got now. You guys are doing the long distance thing. Is that is that work? Uh, it's hard. It's definitely hard. We're both in camp right now, so uh, even you know, we're just trying to focus on our fights and um, get through that. You know. We're two weeks apart in our fight camp, so oh. it's um, well, just like focusing it. on our fights is an important thing right now. Good, good. Well, I like it. I like it, and it's funny though because you actually were like shy around him. So because I was like watching you, and I was like, you were. Uh, it, it was it was adorable. It was ador- It was very like it was. Uh, well, I, I I'm not a very um, public display of affection person, and I'm also uh, actually super. Unless I'm like a little intoxicated, I'm usually pretty quiet. Ah. Uh. Yeah, well, the first time I met you, you were pretty intoxicated, and you were heckling at the comedy <laughs> show, and I had to be like, please, I do not want to kick you out. You're like, don't they like it when they heckle? I'm like, no, absolutely not. They don't, they, <laughs> nobody likes it when you heckle. So, uh, all right, now, are we training with um, Alina McFarlane and some of those girls in San Diego? Yeah, I just talked to Liz and uh, Alima. I, I've been up there a couple times already, and then, you know, now that my camp is really starting to pick up, I'm going to at least make it down at least once or twice a week. So a huge shout-out to San Diego Combat Academy, uh, Manilow, all those guys, or everybody down there, all the females. They're, they're awesome, and they always welcome me in with open arms. Now, your jiu-jitsu is insane. I, I remember you, the, the one fight you won in Invicta. What did you do? Like, uh, What was that crazy submission you did? 
well, it was an arm bar, but I like climbed the fence and then, yeah, it was like a weird, it was, um, yeah, I don't know. I just thought that I see arm bars and I go for them. Sometimes it works out in my favor. If you watch Ultimate Fighter, it didn't work out in my favor. Um, I think it went for an arm bar and I didn't see that her head was on the cage and I missed it and uh. kind of got punished for that. So, but you know, I, it, it's one of those things that I think in this fight, I really got to let go. So I'm just going to go back to the old Ashley where if you watch any of my Bama fights, I kind of was a real spider monkey and that's kind of what's going to happen. I think that it will happen. I think that also, you know what? I give you a lot of credit because you said, I'm not afraid to go to the ground with Mackenzie Dern. Mackenzie Dern had you in the third round and, uh, and I think it was a rear naked choke. And everyone that I was sitting around was like, oh, it's over. It's over. Oh, she's like Damian Maya. And you didn't get choked out. And you powered through it and even got back on your feet. And I was like, holy shit. Uh, it shows you how, how much heart and strength and will you have. I was super impressed. Thank you. Yeah, it was, uh, it was one of those things that I think um, – actually, no, I'm never going to tap out. I – I can't for I can't tell you I'm never going to get choked out because you know your body does whatever. But um, I am like in there to fight, and uh, I'm not taking the easy way out by any means. And you know, it was a slip up on my part. Um, I kind of gave her the benefit of the doubt. I was defending takedowns in that last round. Um, she got in on one, and by the time I was on the ground, is when I was it wasn't really able to defend it. But I knew, you know, at the end of the day, like to stay calm and no matter what, just work through it. And so that's what I did. Um, Unfortunately, I feel like it worked against me, even though I did get out, um, you know, it was just too late in the fight. So um, hopefully, you know, something like that doesn't happen again. So you won't even tap to an arm bar or a heel hook or anything? I mean, I, honestly, I've never had that thought. Like, you know, especially like chokes or something when you, you I'm not going to tap. Um, you can probably break my arm. I, I really, Hunter, I'm going to say 99%, I'm not going to tap. Like, I really, I think after my Liz Tracy fight in Bama, I was so close to going out. I was so close to getting my arm broke. You know, that was a changing point in my career that I really, really realized, like, you know, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. So um, I might as well go out with uh, guns burning. So I was like, I'm going to just keep fighting. So now where, um, where is this fight November 10th? Uh, Denver, Colorado. Okay, so Denver, Colorado. How are you training for the uh, altitude? I'm actually going to go out uh, early and uh, train at uh, 303 with JJ um, Adrich. And she has a lot of good girls at her gym. You know, that's where Rose trains. It's, um, you know, there's a lot of good girls from their gym um, that aren't in the UFC but are still, you know, really, really talented females. So I look forward to going out there and training with them. Nice, nice. No, no, that's, that's awesome. Uh, now... Did you train, um, now what do you think about this girl, uh, we're gonna have her on the show as well, Tatiana Suarez. I mean, I mean, she seems like she's the real deal. Uh, were you impressed by her victory over uh, Carla? Uh, Tatiana, did you just say Tatiana? Yeah. Oh, sorry, I was like, at first I didn't hear what you said. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, Tatiana was on our, on our season as well, she's on the other team. Um, I think, you know, what's impressive about Tatiana, if you've watched even her first fight from the Ultimate Fighter to get in the house till now, every single fight, she's like really, really changing her game and really improving. So super talented. You know, she's already a talented wrestler. Um, so I think uh, she's one definitely to look out for. Yeah, no, I was I, I was super impressed. Uh, 
Ween Dog, Greg, any questions for the beautiful and talented Ashley Yoder? Yeah, how did you, uh, your nickname, the Spider Monkey, how did you wind up the Spider Monkey? Um, well, my Dan, well, my Dan, Dan used to call me that like during practice because whenever he would have to warm up for jiu-jitsu, like all the other guys want to go really hard with him and he would always use me because I could pretty much go as hard as I want and he would get a good warm up because I kind of know what I'm doing, but I'm definitely not as strong as him. So it kind of gives him you know, time to warm up. But he'd always be like, you're like, a, you know, like a spider monkey, like, cause I was all over the place with him. You can't stay still. You're going to get tossed. So, um, I was just all like on his head, on his lip, you know, just everywhere. And then, um, my first pro fight, I actually did jump on the girl's head. Um, she like punched <laughs> past me and I kind of jumped on her back. And then from that point on, everybody started calling me that. And, um, not that I liked it, but you know, you don't get to choose your fight name. And I kind of just went with it, you know? Have you ever uh, thought about changing it? Like, is there anything that you would rather have? Say that what? Is there any nickname you'd rather have? Or you just, you're just like, nah, I'm Spider Monkey now. No, you know, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's not like I'm like, oh, I want, like, no, it's, it's just one of those things that's part of the fight game. You don't get to choose your name, and that's what it is, so. But it is really, really funny. Every time I train with someone, I've never trained jiu-jitsu before, and I train jiu-jitsu with them, the first thing out of their mouth after our first roll every single time is, well, I know why they call you the spider monkey now. <laughs> and her ex-boyfriend. No, no, Ashley. Um, so Ween Dog has a girlfriend, but he's trying to get in her pants, but she won't give it up. Any advice to him? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know. Uh, maybe tell her a joke. Make her laugh. I'm never going to get laid. <laughs> oh, <come on. laughs> I have a serious question for Ashley. What's that? Hey, Ashley. Or you could like set up a kidnapping and then pretend to <laughs> yeah, save that's more, her. That's more no, like that's CB gold. You're the hero, so she has to give it up to oh, you. Oh, wow. Yes. Rape. That's, that's not a bad. No, 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 no. You, you save her from getting raped, and then she fucks you because she loves you. Oh. Uh, well, oh what, what was your serious question? Hey, Ashley, it's me, Ween Dog. Right, go, go on. Um, I was wondering, what is like. What's the most romantic way for a guy to propose to his girlfriend? Ooh, that's not bad. That's a good question. I, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I'm not very emotionally savvy when it comes to things like that. Um, okay. So I can't really have any... I don't have any advice for you, but I mean, she probably like scared to where she thinks she's going to die and then propose. That way she has no time to think. Yeah. She's just thankful to be alive. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Yeah. Like, that's what I said, like kidnapping. Ashley, something. you are, you like, are a very twisted girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you got a gun to her face. Uh, and then you propose, I've, and then she's going to say yes. It's fine. She might change her mind in like a couple months. But yeah. CB, any questions for yet. the spider monkey? No. Nothing. All right, well, listen. Uh, you tell the boyfriend I said hi. Can I, can I say his name? No. All right. All right, tell the boyfriend I said hi. Uh, I. I will see you soon. Uh, thanks for all you do, Ashley. You're, you're, you're a role model. You're a great girl. You're an awesome person. You're a great fighter. And I can't wait to uh, see you get this win over Amanda Bobby Cooper, November 10th. Uh, you're awesome. Thank you for having me. Anytime. Take care, Ash. All right. Bye. Now you can So what was his name? Uh, Come on. You <laughs> got to say it. Just go on her Instagram. Oh, okay. Uh, I was. I couldn't find she, it. She's not on it? Is it Dan Henderson? No. Oh. He's, That's he's, like, he's married. Oh. Yeah, but I didn't even married like three times. Uh, all right. So what else is going on? There's, uh, uh, there's some new breaking MMA news. About, about Verdum? Verdum Guy, and what? Michael Chiesa suing McGregor. Yeah, yeah, which I think is good. Uh, I, I do the he, same thing, dude. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, has it ruined his career? Did it set it back? I mean, he's losing money. No, he then. still fought two and a half months later and lost. Yeah. But, well, that hurts his case. But there's that some people not. that are saying like, oh, he's do- you're doing it because you lost and now you're you're upset and whatever and you want money so you're going to do whatever you can. He still had that four months training and never know. He, he could have peaked. That could have been the peak out and this and that. But even maybe, he, who knows. Now, um, uh, Verdum got popped again today. No, he got, he got a no, suspension. Yeah. But he, he got popped a while back. That's why they replaced he him. He got popped May 22nd. Uh, oh, right, Mark right, right. right. Fight. So right. now they give him a two-year suspension. And he's already wow. like, what, 70 years old? Yeah, he's old? done. He's it's, done. It's, it's retroactive back to... May 22nd. He he's not be, eligible until Memorial Day 2020. He should just go to Ryzen. So, you know, these guys should all go to Ryzen to get popped. Yeah. It should be Crow Copper. I just read for something of like, they're not sure if he could go to Ryzen. Like, he would have to go to something called RCC. I just saw a tweet about What's it. What's RCC? It's like one of those Russian. All right. Well, let's talk about some of the other fights that happened over the weekend because, uh, so we talked about Zabit, Jimmy Rivera versus Dotson. That's the only one I, I like, did not see. I heard it was a boring fight, though. It was. It wasn't uh, a good fight, and Dotson looked terrible. Really? Yeah. And then Nico Price got knocked out? Holy shit. It was like a barrage. Alazan comes out and just starts swinging, and Nico Price is the dude that knocked out Randy Brown yeah, from, yeah, from bottom the bottom side. Yeah. And just got him against the cage, just start throwing. Nico's trying to cover and move and whatever. And then you just see these elbows in this fist, and you see Nico just shit. Uh. Complete just like face dropper. I will say the finishes on this card, a lot of them were ridiculous. Aldemain, I'm happy he got that win. And he looked good. I'm happy for him. It was cool seeing... uh, I tried to watch it. I tried. I I was nervous about Aljo just because of the way he performs sometimes. And that Stamen was kind of hyped as like yeah. an equal match or better, and I think Aljamain kind of embarrassed him based on his reputation. I don't think he embarrassed. Embarrassed the in first terms round of the reputation close. going into it. No, the first round was close, and I thought that I thought that Caraway won that fight. I was there. I thought Caraway the, got robbed against Stamen. So no, but they're, they're, I'm saying there's major tout on him, and I think people wrote off a little bit Aljo because they weren't they weren't still bit, sure a little bit. I think that one knockout that when he got knocked out and did the dab. Oh, Marlon Moraes. Yeah, people still have that kind of in their head. When mm. you get knocked out that hard, it's hard for people to forget that. Well, it wasn't like a good, it wasn't a great fight, but him and Caraway, he talked so much shit, and then Caraway just kind of was like, uh, Jeff Neal, that head kick was insane against Frank Camacho. That was one of the best knockouts I've ever seen in my life. He could have stopped that fight like four different times. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> that and then Darren Stewart coming back as well. I got to tell you who I was so happy for was Diego motherfucking Sanchez. Diego Sanchez looked so good. Also had his, his ass in the guy's face. Oh, his balls were in his mouth. I mean, no, he, he came at him fast, too. He was like, I'm not going to live. I'm going after this. Well, it was like he wanted to be the nightmare again. Yeah. He was like, I'm, I'm nightmaring on this motherfucker. Did you see or read what happened at the weigh-ins, though? When no. the, yeah, the guy kissed him. The guy kissed him. So Diego weighs in, he weighs in second, so he walks up to the stair down. Gets oh, so the he guy's was fuming over this all night then. And the guy kissed him right on his nose. Yeah, but that like wasn't, lips. I don't think that was what. No, but like, he there was won a the whole fight bunch. regardless. Craig White was, you know. Craig White was kind of tailor made. He was tailor made for Diego Sanchez. But Diego came out, people asked me the other day, they said, was it dream or nightmare? I said, the nightmare came out. I was yeah. like, that was, that was definitely him. People no, asked he, you that? Who asked you that? No, 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 no. He did in the mirror. 
<laughs> what, what people? He was talking to the what? same person that tells him to fucking go steal cats. And, you know. Don't steal what cats. people came up to you and said, You know you want to do it. My business Listen, partner. You're she be the grenade Diego gold. Dream or Diego Nightmare. That's and so just here? go. Yes. All right, hold on. So uh, I, I, we have a recap of exactly what happened. So I looked, I looked in the mirror, and there he was, uh, BC Dolg. Yes. And BC Dolg kept Whoa. telling me, uh, you know what? Do whatever you want, man. This is how you – you're, you're the man. Go and fucking tell them it's, it's not the dream. It's the nightmare. Oh, wow. Okay. That's, that was a good recap. Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then I finished eating my cat chips. <laughs> cat chips. They're, they're, they're chips made out of fried cat skin. Wow, that sounds disgusting. If you've never had them, you've got to try them. They're wow. fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, I'll tell you. So Jim Miller, another yeah, guy. Yeah, that was, was like, impressive. You know, I'm telling you, you know who got fucked this whole card? It was Golden Boy MMA because Diego and Jim Miller would have been on that card <laughs> November 24th. It's happening. November 24th. Tito Chuck 3. Tito Chuck 3. Oh, that's right. At the LA Forum. Do they announce any other fights? No. I feel like we have to go, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's going to be on Groupon. <laughs> We should all. They, WSOF's TV schedule. What are they paying us to go to this fight? Come on, we have to go. What I want to go. I want to go. I just don't want to pay to go. There is somebody. Gleason uh, T. in the card. No, I heard De La Hoya calling to Luke Thomas, and he said he's doing it because he wants to find the next big superstar in MMA. I'm like, well, why are you having? <laughs> you know, why are Chuck and Tito on this card? Like what? The next greatest? Are you talking maybe Chuck Jr. and Tito Jr.? Like, <laughs> like, but he says he's doing it to help out MMA fighters because he doesn't like how bad they're being paid and he wants to pay them higher. Oh, has been helping out MMA fighters for years. Just left them all alone, thankfully. But now he's running for president, too, he said. He said he might run for president. Good for him. Of what country? Would you vote for him over Trump? Uh, I would vote for you over Trump. <laughs> I'd vote for CB Gold over Trump. You'd vote I'd vote. One. I would. One. I would vote for your baby. Yeah, my baby would be good. But Violet. Miles. I would vote Miles. for little baby. Wait, I would vote for Miles. 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 I would trust more. Miles would be great. But seriously, but you would vote uh, for De La Hoya or Trump? De La Hoya. Really? Yeah, absolutely. You don't even know his policies. I don't need to. I know he's going to be better than Trump. All right. Okay. You're leaving. All right, Joe, Joe, the kid's leaving. Also, Irene Aldana. Hide your children. That was an amazing fight. That was like her and Pudalova. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, t I tweeted at you, and I said, you I know. like a dozen loads in the third round alone. That fight was insane. They were going at it. They beat the shit kinda, out of each other. I kind of thought Pudalova won that fight. I kind of did, too, to be honest. Yeah. Can I tell you, some of these fights I couldn't watch because the uh, Russians aren't doing their job. <laughs> When it comes to stealing our content and posting it online, it's like some of the videos are there, and then some of the videos are like, "Oh, copyright claim!" I'm like, now you give a shit about our laws? Uh, now you care? I can't just watch this fight first. And the Monkey God one, Jared Brooks. Uh, these were all on Fight Pass, though. Uh, the, the last four, Monkey God one. That was a good. He looked great. He looked great. One guy had Judge had it for Sanchez. I was like, what the fuck? But I was super happy for him. Um, yeah, it was it was good performance, but he's just. Based on opponents and, and wins and losses, he's, he's streaky a little bit. By the way, just going back to the his last fight. That's going, what I'm saying. That doesn't count as a loss. Fucking landing on his own goddamn head. By the way, Cookie Monster, she ate a lot of ass. Yeah. During that fight, there was a, she had a lot of everything. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> she had a few elbows that she she's was, still seeing when she puts when she closes yeah. her eyes at night. I know, and she's such a sweetheart. We've had, you know, we've we hung out, out with her. her. Yeah, her. and she's the cutest. She's the sweetest person ever. It was, it was really, it was hey, rough, but yeah, hey, she. Hey, there were. Hey, listen, there were a lot of fights where Carla was the hammer, 
Yeah, and the other person was, was a nail. It's yeah. unfortunate. She, she's now beating a lot. She beat Rose. She beat Rose up pretty bad. Yeah, she, she beat did. a lot of people up. So yeah. it just so happened that sometimes again, I don't know how that girl is in that weight division. She was just so much well, bigger. We're gonna talk to her pretty soon. Did now, you this did, Saturday night? What did you see? Uh, Valentina's sisters debuting in the UFC against Ashley. Evan Ashley Smith. Smith. Ashley's got that. Ashley's got that. Yeah, you don't think so? No. Come on. I hate it. Pains me to say it because I like Ashley, but. Antonina is a Muay Thai world champion. And has zero wrestling. If she gets taken down. A, a, a lot of people were more, have, more, you know, have Muay Thai champions and they get taken down and they get... I know, I'm just saying, you know, you know she's... Not to mention, you had, good and, you had McGregor knocking out Mayweather. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so you're... I'm Listen, like, in, in my mind, in the world that I live in, uh, McGregor did knock out Mayweather. How? That's a, in a parallel universe. I <laughs> no. jump between them Look, uh, had, to avoid I the law. I had beating DC. We're, we all have had bad... Pitches. I did too, actually. You had RDA beating Eddie. Eddie Alvarez? Yeah. That, that, that punch, that looping punch, I want to say it, was, it wasn't a lucky punch. You had Mark Hunt beating Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah, I did have that. Yeah, but a lot of people have that. Yeah. Uh, Brock Lesnar hadn't fought in five years. Around, I didn't factor man. in how many steroids Brock was taking either. Well, he, yeah. you know, he that, could that, fit a lot into that big old body. That should know. be a no contest. If you get popped with steroids. No that's that's be, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh. they should go back and adjust the record because he did get popped like two weeks after, really? right? Yeah. Wasn't he popped before the fight? And they were like, oh, we're going to let him fight anyway. Right? Because they needed the headlining match Probably. on the card. I mean, have you seen Brock now? He looks like... Uh, he, he looks like my baby. I mean, he's he, not on roids. Yeah, Bro, and if he comes back, he's gonna get murdered by. Is he all pruny now? I'm Does he just have like all this extra skin first. from losing all that muscle? He doesn't, he doesn't look that. He's older too. Yeah, but he's still. I, look, I, just, I love Brock, but I mean, there's no reason people should revere him. And I mean, well, he didn't do the hit and run on a person with John Jones and the cocaine, but he's a fucking cheater, man. He, he's a cheater over time and time again. Yeah, and you know, and I, it's not. It's really not fair. Well, I would say, the, though, the, really the majority of Brock Lesnar fans are Brock Lesnar WWE fans. I would say most MMA fans are not really fans no, of Brock Lesnar anymore. No, when he came in and when he fucked up Frank Mir that first time. No, then, yeah, but that was before. But that was, but that was, but that was before the, the run of, of steroids. That was also UFC 100. Yeah, like, I mean, that was, you know, back when he, you didn't realize that he was just I eating was them the like pop tarts. No, but he was no, he was a college two-time national champion wrestler. That's what I'm saying. Like the whole run of the steroids thing, getting popped for it over and over, was after that fight. Yeah. Up until then, you just saw this guy that was who also, made the transition. You're like, look at this guy go. But that was also, but on the other hand, that was pre-Usada. Yeah, Usada wasn't around. Yeah. And he was juicing. Yeah. He probably was. He's been he's been fucking juicing forever. I'm a Brock Lesnar fan, but let's be fucking realistic here. He's been juicing forever. He's going to juice for the DC fight. And then and, get popped and have it called yeah, off. Well, and that's the thing. What's is, the aftermath? He wins, and what's he do with the heavyweight title? Fuck all of you. I'm going back to working once a year for $5 million. That DC fight should not happen. And that is loses, such bullshit. Bye. You lost. And now I, it's listen, still a loss. This is, again, this is them just trying to sell tickets, having he's, too many events, not developing their stars. It's just all I, like Till was the same way. He, I feel like that's a product of them just trying to create stars as fast as they can because they have so many events on so many nights and so many locations it's just all watered down now My i liked it before they got corporatized when it was just dana white making the decision and the fratitas the fratitas leaving also but the, i look i still love it and i'll i'll support it and i'll watch it but you really have to have rankings and you if you have rankings you have to go by the rankings you can't say yeah. you can't have brock lesnar takes five years off 
who just beat a guy when he was on steroids and lost two times before and say, you get the title shot. It's just Because they just want to sell tickets, and he's a name, and they but, need names, but because they don't give these guys enough time to develop, but Steve they don't a, develop Steve anything. they got to drag get, him back just to sell tickets. Steve Bay should get an automatic rematch. I think so, too. I mean, what he did at heavyweight had never been done before, and he got caught. I don't know if he. I don't know if he's just not be- glamorous. He's a hardworking guy from Cleveland, and he just isn't glamorous. And so, because of that, he doesn't sell a lot of tickets. By the way, a lot of you got, he got out game plan. So, listen, people. Sexual performance issues more common than you think. Over twenty-five percent of new ED cases are guys under the age of forty. That's UCB. That's Joe. Okay, me and Greg. We're over forty, but still, listen. Even the world's greatest actor cannot fake an erection. It just it can't happen. All right. So, why do guys turn to weird solutions or do nothing when they can turn to medicine and science? The solution is 4hims.com. It's a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. I'm telling you guys, this is amazing. We're here to help. Boners are going to come back, okay? You don't want to get limp in there. Women don't like that, or men, whatever you're into. It's no snake oil pills. It's prescription solutions backed by science. No waiting room, no awkward person, doctor visits, no lines. Save hours by going to 4 You can try it for a month for just $5. We'll get you started for just $5 while supplies last. See the website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. Just go to... 4hims.com slash MMA Roast ED. That's F O R H I M S dot com slash MMA Roast ED. That's 4hims.com slash MMA Roast ED. Also, Santa Cruz Medicinals makes potent lab tested CBD formulas. Their 1,000 milligram CBD infused coconut oil is amazing. You could add it to your coffee, shakes, or use topically to reduce inflammation. If you guys got pain out there, don't go to these crazy these pills, okay? You get addicted, it can lead to really bad things, okay? CBD is the way to go. They have olive oil, and it's amazing they can make any recipe CBD infused. They make a 2,000 milligram CBD infused MCT oil that is very potent and really helps with pain. I'm in pain a lot. Just looking at CBD puts me in pain, okay? <laughs> Their stuff is gluten-free, sugar-free, <laughs> lab-tested, and throw you under the affordable. Bus. I'm just, come on, CBD. You're, yeah, I didn't even hear what he said. I'm going to call you CBD Gold. That's how yeah, there you is. go, just, CBD Gold. Just, it's just use the code MMA Roasted for just $5 off your order and check them out. Just go to scmedicinals.com. That's scmedicinals.com. Check them out. Also, guys, listen, I forgot I'm teaching my master class next week. So uh, join me. Uh, if you want to learn the craft of stand-up, go to my website, thecomedyinstitute.com. By the way, are you following all the, uh, the, 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 the rap feuds that's been going on? Of course not. All right. So want me to bring it up to date? Please. All right. So, M- so Eminem. The vault sneaks its way in. So Eminem made an album, right? Right. Didn't it just... So he made an album a couple uh, at the beginning of the year. It didn't do well. He I, some of the songs were not great. He it did like a collaboration with Ed Sheeran. He does this. this. He's like an every other record guy. So all these people start taking shots at him. So then he releases an album last week where he obliterates everybody who made fun of his last album, and it was awesome. And nobody knew it was coming. Out. I gotta say, yeah, so, I know when it dropped. I listened to a couple of tracks because we were driving. Like, oh my god, Eminem just released some album and you know just dial it up on so the Amazon. It was, and, and it was it was vintage. 
Eminem. Yeah. Not not oh, vintage, vintage, but it was good. It yeah. was really good. So he goes after Machine Gun Kelly, right? Well, he's one of those guys that needs something to be angry about. Yeah. When his life is going well, he's like, I don't know what to fucking rap about, guys. Or if he's I, sober. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, but then these guys are telling me, he's like, now I got some shit to say. Yeah, so you want to hear what he said about Machine Gun Kelly? Yeah, let's hear it. All right. So he also gonna... ripped, what, g Easy. No, no, no. No, he likes g Easy. He, 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 Tyler, the creator, he went off on... Uh, I mean, he went off on him really bad. He went off on uh, a little bit of Drake. Uh, but the mi- going off on Drake is, I'm glad he didn't do it that much because going off on Drake is like so hacky now you know what I mean like yeah. like everybody attacks Drake it's like such the, you know like, like and yet and it, it, it doesn't affect his sales at all like the more they attack him the more white kids love him you know like he just keeps he keeps selling millions of, of fucking De- records it's that Degrassi shit <laughs> Degrassi guy <laughs> but he just, goes, I mean it just doesn't he's bulletproof but he goes off on uh, his bad dancing in that video the fucking hotline if that didn't end his career, I, nothing will. He was doing Seth Rogen's roll. The fucking yeah, the dice roll, roll from uh, knocked up. Any, from knocked up. I think else. it's I think it's his only move. <laughs> so um, so that I movie mean, was great. But, knocked up is a good one. Yes, but yeah, but he recipes Mac Miller. But he 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 really went off on uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, so and um. Uh, Is there a 16-minute song or 30-minute song where he admits what he did? And but then who was it? Remember R. Kelly with the you know I did it. Yeah, yeah. Chapters one through like no, not trapped in the closet. That one track. What was it called? It's called I did it or I admit it. Remember that oh, the no, R. No, Kelly no, one? No, that was R. Kelly. Yeah, and it was like thirty minutes long. How long was it? That that was twenty-two minutes. Twenty-two long. minutes. I was, did it. Yeah. I admit it. Yeah, we were listening to that in like You're the car. You're dying, dude. Oh, that was the best. All right, hold on. Maybe where is the, the actual? By the way, this weekend I will be at the Stir Crazy Comedy Club in Phoenix. You where? At in Phoenix, the Stir Comedy Crazy Comedy Club. I'm actually it's their big one year anniversary, and I'm the return headliner for the weekend. So come see me in Phoenix this weekend. Uh, okay. Where are you going to be this weekend? I'm actually in town. Good for you, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spend some time with the baby and the lady. Probably be at the Ha Ha. They're probably going to book you up or Laugh Factory. Uh, yeah, uh, the haha. I think that's great. I'll be, there. I'll be at the Laugh Factory. Um, so yeah, so he goes off on not a like. Uh, MGK this. Hold on, oh, no, let's take Savage this. Here we go. All right, go. Um, see they, they, they. All right. All right, hold on. I love that you just can't post anything on YouTube anymore. What was that? I know. It's ridiculous. Uh, Eminem, not alike. Hold on. So that's the song. Here we go. He goes, uh, uh, audio and lyrics featuring Boom. All right. So this is what, so he, he goes off on him. But I, I like it. And I like that, uh, what's the name came back on MGK. him? Uh, MGK made it. Yeah. He actually came back because everyone's of like, Of course. You have to. You can't just let him, let yeah. somebody fucking attack you like that. I mean, and really think about it. Some I wonder if this isn't all coordinated to generate publicity. You know, like they aren't secretly talking to each other. Go, yo, man, I'm going to attack no. you hard on this, okay, and then okay, you come so back. This, okay, on the, so this I don't know. So I this wouldn't is, put it past them. Gun it's Gun called Kelly's, millions of this dollars. Is, this is MGK's, Free advertising. MGK's response. So he's actually, and I like it. I've seen him in concert. He puts on a good show. MGK he puts on a really good show. Okay, I, I, I believe you. I, Where'd I, you I like see it. them in concert? Machine Kelly. I saw him at the. Uh, Talk to my rapper, Pam Lee, and put security in here. I think my bag's gone crazy. Yeah, Haley, you right. 
Dad's always mad, cooped up in the studio, yelling at the mic. You sober and bored, huh? I know. About to be 46 years old, dog. Talk about, I'ma call it trip trip. Man, you sound like a bitch, bitch. Man, I can handle your shit. You mad about something I said in 2012? Took you six years and a surprise album just to come with a diss? Homie, you get it. We know that you're the greatest rapper alive. All you do is read the dictionary, it's face I Fuck rap guy, I'm a rap devil Come a bare face with a black shovel Like the Armageddon When the smoke settle His body next to this instrumental I'm saying I'm sick of the sweatsuits I'm corny hats Let's talk about it I'm sick of you being rich And you still mad Let's talk about it All the same that's In the Midwest We can talk about it Or we can get dirty I'll size up your body And put some white chalk around it Let's talk about the fact You actually black ball rapper That's twice as young as you are Let's call sway ass Why I think you are the shape When you die because of you Let's ask it a scope How you at Paul we're trying to shelf me. Still can't cover up the facts. Your last four hours is back to selfie. Now tell me, what are you staying for? What? I know you can't stand yourself. I'm trying to be the old you so bad. You staying yourself. Let's leave all the beef in the 50. Put it in the push the 50. Why you claiming I'm a call puff when you the one that called Diddy fast? Then you went and called Jimmy fast. The cops called me in the morning. They told me you mad about a tweet. You wanted me to say sorry. I swear to God, I ain't believe it. Please say it ain't so. The big bad bully of the rap game can't take a fucking joke. Oh, you want some fucking smoke, but not literally you'll choke. All right, so it goes on. So what happened was MGK tweeted like about Eminem's daughter being hot when she was 16. Right. And, and Eminem flipped out about that. She was, and she is. <laughs> but, but he was he was twenty at the time, right? And she's underage, and then and then Eminem got him banned from all these radio stations, and then that's where the beef started. Uh, so yeah, that's where it goes. But uh, it's a pretty good track, though. Pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, it's, it's, I thought it was pretty good. So this was, but this is a. I'll, I'll tell you Eminem's thing. Okay, hold on. So, uh, yeah, anyway. I don't know. What do you think? Good for them. <laughs> really? I don't know. I, what do you, I don't really, to be honest, I don't, I don't care. Here's, here's, like, you know what I mean? Like, what does it ultimately mean? Nothing. Millions here's, of more dollars for them. That's what I'm saying. I think it's all coordinated. I, I don't think it's... Collusion. Collusion. I mean, it's just smart marketing. I mean, that's all it is. Although I love the stuff he said, it was like it took you six years to come up with a fucking to respond. Yeah, I, I mean, like that is weird. He's like, I know you're sober in the studio with a dictionary and shit. I mean, he's got some clever shit to say, and he also calls him the greatest. That's the other thing. He's like, yeah, you're the yeah. greatest. We all know that, yeah. you know. But your last four albums fucking sucked. I mean, you know, I don't know. I liked it. Yeah, but then he 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 has this one song called Not a Like where he just kind of. Uh, he just kind of goes off on uh, Eminem goes off on everybody. Well, on um, oh, fuck, I can't. You're not gonna be able anyway. to find it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, so anyway, that's that. That's the the, the the fucking rap feud. I wanted to get your opinion on it. It's well, I, I don't know why. I uh, I don't do I don't do a hip hop podcast or anything. I don't have a you know I'm not MC G Willie. Uh, I don't. G Wills, I don't, you know what I mean? Like I've never been like, dude, ask me about rap shit. I know everything about rap shit. That's not really my. I mean, I love, I like, I like rap. Like I like UFC. I, I I'm an, I'm a, a casual enthusiast. I don't know it the way you know it, CB. I don't know it the way Adam knows it. You know, and that's the way it is with rap. Like I mean, I, I like it. I listen to it, but I don't really. I don't give a fuck if they have fuck feuds. Who fucking no, I cares? Will, I will say, I will say the one thing. It's been a while till since. Like a feud or diss tracks like that were so good lyrically, yeah. Because everybody's diss late, like 
last however fucking many decades. You're a faggot. You're a bitch. I hate you. I'm going to fuck you up. I'm going to do. Right. This was like lyrically like ripping them apart. And, you know, my favorite diss track of all time was Ice Cube's No Vaseline. Oh, that was a bad one. Oh, that was, that was really No, the Tupac one was pretty good. The uh, Tupac yeah. one was very good too, but. Ice Cube just fucking destroyed all of NWA oh, yeah. and everybody around them. That's my. That's just my personal favorite. Do you think that was like the first real diss track? Is no, the, no, the first real diss track goes back to KRS One. Yeah, and the bridge is over. Uh, yeah, the bridge is. It was was talking about they were another group was uh, dissing him from where he was from, and then it started with yeah, the bridge is over, the bridge is over, and then um, I think the other group did South Bronx. South, South Bronx, South Bronx, was, and there yeah. was like it was KRS One got involved, uh, and that that anyway, started nice. It. But, uh, but yes, No Vaseline is a great one. No that Vaseline's was amazing. He, he destroyed everybody yeah. in, in NWA. I'll tell you who I, I actually saw Mac Miller in concert a couple years ago. Yeah. Can't believe he died. He was so talented. His, his, he was a great rapper, man. Incredible rapper. Fucking. I hate all the people that are telling Ariana Grande to kill herself, though, because it's her fault. Is, are it's people like, really saying that, yeah, though? Oh, my God. She's been getting death threats and shit, for real. Really? Like, why is it? Because she broke up with him or because something? she broke up with him because he wasn't sober. Eh. He, like, couldn't Big get sober, deal. and she left him, and now everybody's like, it's fucking Ariana. So he went over the... the, the well, listen. He went... He went Listen, she ain't got to stay with him. No, she can leave, not, you know, yeah, like, I, it's not her fault. fucking Kardashian family. Who's going to tweet these people? Uh, who takes time to be like, it's your fault? You, well, those you, things, you, people really, that's the other thing. It's like, you people problem. live, go live your lives. Yeah. I love all what the are you troll doing? accounts just, you see. Yeah. And you go to, and you just kind of like highlight it to see their picture and whatever. And it's like, followers, three, tweets, 7,000. You go to tweets and replies, it's yeah. nothing but just talking shit to whoever will fucking respond. Right. And, and that's why I believe in not responding to yeah, any of that bullshit because that's all they want. We have a world of people that literally sit home and do nothing but tweet talking. I, I, I've been saying this. We're a nation of snitches and bitches. That's all, right, all so we are now. Okay, so here's Eminem's. Started, he started it, the war kind of. Actually, Machine Gun Kelly went on a, 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 a Tech 9 thing, uh, one of his verses, and said something about you're not a rap god because he has a song called Rap God. Mm -hmm. That's kind of started the whole thing. But here's, here's Eminem destroying MGK for that thing. So. He sounds different. No, because that's the audio they put on YouTube for it. Oh, yeah. Like, well, yeah, yeah. That's they have to like chop and screw it a little bit, so it's just like mildly modified, yeah, and then yeah. YouTube. Oh, will so be they can like, get away with posting it. Yeah. Copyright yeah, yeah, infringement. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, then you heard about Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. She threw a shoe yeah, at her. Yeah, but I saw the that like she actually attacked her. It looked yeah. like yeah. like physically went after her at that yeah. some event. 
Yeah, at the, at the fashion week. Which, right, and I was like, oh my God, are you kidding me? Who would you rather I mean, bang? Here's the thing. I, at this point, Nicki Minaj or Cardi B? Yeah. I, I think I would go Cardi B. Really? Yeah. Nicki Minaj. Well, I mean, she's had a kid, Cardi B. She's, yeah. yeah, but Minaj has got the fake ass. Yeah, I don't like the fake ass. You ever called the fake ass in real life? No. It's, it's It horrible. creeps me out just to look at it. Yeah, and girls and I like, like Nicki Minaj. I don't not like her, but I, every time I see it, I'm like, eh, I think you went a little too far with that. Uh, yeah, I, I had a girl one time. But I'm an old man. What I, 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 was, I had the chick, and she had a fake ass and didn't tell me, and I'm like, is there rubber in your fucking ass? Like, what the hell is like, yep. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. That is weird. Yeah, I know. And so it's like looking at it. I don't know that I can fuck it. I think I'd be. Come just, on! I really don't. I don't. I think I would have an easier time fucking uh, uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Oh come on! I'm not joking. Well, that's just a, shot that's a, down Nicki Minaj. That's a tight, Jenner. real ass. You're an idiot. Whereas that one's, I would just be looking at it the whole time, going, "What's going on? Come here? on! Remember, oh, I'm looking at a, a penis that a vagina that used to be a penis. That's better. Yeah. Remember when you had to use the, when you needed to, when you needed to title the episodes? Yeah. Greg Wilson chooses Caitlyn Jenner over Nicki Minaj. Come on, I would ass, ass. No, I would only one, the ass. No, I would one million percent. Not even. No, but ultimately I'd choose Cardi B over Nicki Minaj. That's the question. And I would go with Cardi B. I love it. You're like, but well, she's had a baby Jenner. now. It's like so is your wife. My you wife don't had a baby it. right now too. I know. Caitlyn Jenner or Cardi no, B. My wife's Gorgeous. That's what I'm saying. Cardi B is still gorgeous. I like Cardi B. Yeah, that's true. And here, but at the same time, if I were Nicki Minaj, I'd be pissed too because it really does feel like she's biting off her act. You know, because I mean, she kind of sounds like a Nicki Minaj. She kind of raps just like Nicki Minaj. She's got the whole New York Bronx thing. You know that whole sound. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you, don't, it, you don't like that. No, I like it, but if I were Nicki Minaj, I would be pissed too. I would be like, you're just biting off the shit that I did. It's not like it's that different. Like it's she's some rapper from somewhere else that like, it, they sound incredibly similar. Like when I hear Cardi, when I, well, when I first heard Cardi B, I was like, is this Nicki Minaj or is this not Nicki Minaj? Now it's a little easier to tell them apart, but I mean, they're, she's clearly biting off her act. Okay, I've, I actually have a question. My girl posted on Facebook last night or on Twitter or something, and we were arguing about it. Who, who is or was hotter, like, at their prime, J-Lo or Mariah Carey? Ooh, J-Lo. I don't know. Mariah looked really good for a little bit. She did. But that's the you know what the problem is? Is you can't judge it now without knowing just how fucking crazy. Well, that's that. Yeah, that kind and of fucks it, it up. It, totally. Like, like I can't well, erase wrong, that man. and I've be been like. I've fighting Mariah for like two days. We all know Mariah's fucking nuts. By the yeah, way, so, I, started, I started watching uh, Jessica Jones. You watch Jessica Jones? Uh, my wife does. You haven't watched it? No. Why not? I have a penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she's still an action hero. And I, listen, I know, but the, I still I gotta get through Luke Cage before I can make time for Jessica Jones. I like Luke Cage, Iron Fist, season two. And I of, haven't even made it to Luke Cage yet. Really, Luke Cage is great. Yeah, I just don't. I haven't had a chance. I, th- to catch I think up it on goes him. on the. Cause I started watching the Marvels. I think it goes uh, Punisher's best. Yeah. Then Daredevil. Okay. Then Luke Cage. And then Iron Fist and Jessica Jones are pretty much... Tied. I have a little trouble with this, and I'll tell you why. Because from what I could tell, Daredevil's actual only superpower is being blind. Yes. <laughs> Which, last time I checked, is not a superpower. <laughs> yeah, no, but he, he does Like, it's like... Because like, from what I understand, when you lose your sight, like, all your other senses... So it's not just him. Like, 
All blind people have the superpower. Yeah. They can all hear shit and learn karate. I don't fucking know. But I just, I can't get behind it. I can't get behind it. I did a show one time and there was a guy with like this hot chick and I'm like, what is she blind? And she picked up her cane. She really was blind. Uh, <laughs> I laughing. That happened to me at a show recently when I was in Vegas. I'm looking at this guy. I'm talking to him and he'd been looking at me watching the show the whole time and I, he goes, who are you talking to? Me? And I'm like, yes, you, the person I'm looking directly at right now. And he holds up his cane and it's like, uh, I'm blind. And I'm like, oh shit! And that was after and I'm done. Yeah. Totally no. And that was after a different girl. I was like, I was like, wow, what, what? This laugh. She had this weird laugh. I'm like, what is with that laugh? And then she was like, I have Tourette's. And I was like, okay, uh, fuck this show. I can't win. It, everything went wrong. And you know my symbol? I crashed the symbol, and the symbol flew off the stand. I broke it. Oh yeah, all the time. I love it. Oh, yeah. Not every show, but I do it a lot of shows. Nice. I don't even know what that is. He has a and drum now. A he, 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 he brings a drum on stage. It's not a drum. After, a cymbal. And after, a cymbal. And after each joke, pounds it. Nope, that's not true. <laughs> I pound it in the middle of jokes. Occasionally at the end, but it's like all over the place. Anytime I want to make more noise, I just start slamming the cymbal. He's like Animal from the Muppets. Yeah. He became a comedian. It really is. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm going for. No, there was this girl, and she invited Can me into the bathroom to snort coke out of her. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, listen, it's so it. much fun. And here's the thing, though. Because really of well. it, okay. I have to bring my own mic because I hit it with the microphone. And <laughs> when I hit it with the microphone, if it's the house mic, everyone freaks out. and They're like, you're going to break our mic. So I bring my own mic, and I just plug in my own mic so I can smash the cymbal with it. Oh, my God. And it's a lot of fun. You guys got to see it. The it's worst, electrifying. The, the funniest slash worst prop I've ever seen. Remember Starla from the comic strip back in the day? Who? She, this woman named Starla. She oh, yeah, I remember Starla. She was yeah. just like this angry lesbian. And wasn't she like... Oh, and like hated Starla. Hated, yeah, hated and comics, it ain't so. Hated all comedians. And she also was like the gatekeeper. Like you had yeah. to go through her. And she was on such a power to, trip. Like she was the first audition was for her for some reason. And she was not funny at and all. And she was not like the least... That It was like, what is happening? I have to go through this horrible person just People to get to the booker? People would wait online for like nine hours to get a number from her to yeah. audition for her and she, she failed me at least five times and uh, I passed it on the first try uh, you're the best so then um, what happened was, crowd work baby so then Starla what happened with Starla so uh, this guy came in one day in a wheelchair and they had to like lift him up three people had to like lift him up get him on stage and then his opening joke he jumped out he's like I'm cured <laughs> <laughs> oh shit She got so fucking angry That's fucking started funny yelling at him Started crying Like how dare you Insult You know I, yeah. I thought, I thought it was kind funny of funny to me Yeah I thought it was kind of brilliant <laughs> actually. Yeah I, But I mean As a new comic You see people I remember there was a guy Who used to have a dildo on stage And he would Hold it by his crotch And be like I'm very excited to be here <laughs> That was his opening joke <laughs> Listen, if it gets a laugh, I can see why he relied on it for a while. I mean, you don't want to be there. You don't want to come back and see him six years later and he's still doing it. But, you know, I can see. The, hey, he he gets, teamed up with the really saggy balls, so he holds both of them. I saw this one comic that she had this, like, fake tongue that she would stick, out, you know, out of her mouth. And then she would go around to tables afterwards and ask for donations. It was very weird. Uh, I, I remember doing a show where uh, the first guy I, it was I ever. tragic. Were they, the though? first guy. First guy I ever opened for, this guy Gemini, he was a magician. And like. He wasn't an American gladiator? No, here's what happened. So I was literally putting away chairs at the, and plunging toilets at the New York Comedy Club for stage time. Sure. Two in the morning. And 
there was a they used to have prom shows where the whole prom would show oh, up. Those are the worst. And they would come at like three in the morning. A limo would pull up, and there'd be like fifty kids. Yeah, like after prom, they would go to a show, a comedy show. And all the comedy clubs have these. Yeah, and they were, and then so I was plunging toilets, and all the comics had left. The limo was left, was was gone. Uh, it was late. It pulls up like an Aussie who rest in peace says to me, "Hey man, how much time do you have?" I said, "I got two and a half minutes." He goes, "Can you do forty five? So I, like, <laughs> I said, sure, right? So then Ozzy goes on and it does okay, make the kids laugh. And he goes, his next comic, but on MTV, HBO. And I'm looking around. Saying, Who like, did somebody else show up? Yeah, and then he fucking calls me out, right? right. At the time, I'm 19 years old. These kids were like 18. So I right. killed. Like, right, I, I, you spoke I knew, their language. Right. So the next day, I get a call from Roger Paul going, hey, I heard about you. I got you on tour opening for Gemini in uh, Virginia Beach. I'm like, dude, I made it. This is the greatest thing ever. He's like, hang out at the... West Side Highway at like Ford. So I go out there. This guy pulls up in a van. There's chickens in the back, right? With fucking eggs. Like chickens, like they hatched, right? Or, uh, uh. Uh, and then the guy has like all these puppets. He had a black puppet named Sonny, right? I remember the first gig, we were in like some Virginia Beach or Virginia. It was all black people. It was a tango. It was a black puppet. I was in here. I hear, oh shit, hell no. I thought we were going to get fucking killed, right? <laughs> So, uh, anyway, he had a dick puppet. That was his opener. Nice. An actual dick puppet. Like, and then it, every joke was like, and he was a ventriloquist. He would throw his, his voice. He'd be like, my friends are nuts. I mean, that was all bad dick puns. puns. Yeah, yeah, it was hilarious, though. But, uh, he was but see, but that's the thing is, when it comes to the symbol, have you ever seen somebody do it? No. Thank you. No. No, I have not. No, I think Listen, it's good. If I'm going to add something, at least it's I think you're, a, you're hilarious without the symbol. Did you Thank watch? You, did you yeah, watch no, the it's really, it's really more about, it's really about my dad and kind of keeping him with me, and that's what it's about. That did, symbol's from his drum set. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, did you watch the Bobby Brown Whitney Houston story? No. Uh, it was the greatest thing ever. It was on BET. How much time do you have? <laughs> How do you watch all the... I can't... I can barely watch some of these fights. You gotta, watch all I these gotta, fights. I gotta watch the Bobby and Whitney show. You're watching all the... How do you do... You're watching watch all the Marvel shows. Uh, first of all, what about watch, The Ultimate Fighter? Did you watch that? I, I did. And is the, do, you spend, do you speak to your wife? Yes, do you she guys, gives me the baby and says, I'm going to sleep. And then we watch the Bobby Brown. Oh, okay, okay. Marvel. Well, that makes sense. So you're up and you're like, let's watch the baby. It's putting the baby to sleep. Maybe it'll work on me too. Yeah, I got I to... Gotta, Give the baby formula and sit there with the bottle. Well, that's good that you're doing that. That's the most important thing. That's what I got. Yeah, of course. But Bobby Brown, you know, you know, you know. At one point, dude, that guy's life. Holy shit! He leaves New Edition, and he's dealing cocaine or uh, drugs out of his backyard. So after New Edition, so it's like mom. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. Cocaine's not drugs. Yeah, that I think we. I wasn't sure if the weed or cocaine. So it's like mom calls and says, "Please get him another deal." My my son's gonna. So he gets this. So he gets this deal. Becomes fucking huge. He was banging Janet Jackson at the time while she was engaged. That penis had seen some action. Oh my god! Seen the best. And he buys her like a Ferrari, and she's like, "Send it home," because her her fucking she was engaged at the time. Then I mean, the guy's life. He goes. He ends up marrying Whitney Houston. Gets thrown in jail. Uh, she's just as bad as he is. Supposedly, like it was he he it was his movie. Like he wrote the movie with his wife, or he pre-produced it. Yeah. So like she got him into cocaine. Like, right. Like on the no, it's more like the lady in the trample instead of a noodle. It was a line of coke, and there's straws met in the middle. <laughs> so like on the wedding day, on their wedding day, he discovers she's doing coke, and then but man, the guy's tragedy. His like his parents both died last year. His daughter died. Like Whitney died. Uh, just didn't Whitney thing, and his daughter die the same way? Yeah, one thing after another. 
man, the guy. You gotta wonder if it's him. No, no. <laughs> I mean, all these events have one thing in common, and it's Bobby fucking Brown. Dude, Bobby so. Brown was the man. Uh, he was the man. Back Listen, in the day, he was right. After my prerogative, he could have fucked anybody. And he, he did. And he did. Oh, dude, he was in the set of Ghostbusters, like Ghostbusters 2. He had that song, Ghostbusters yeah. 2. And he's banging like three chicks at the same time. And, the, and his buddy's like writing this Ghostbusters song. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like what rhymes with uh, Ghostbuster? And he's like, I don't know, man. I'm busy. And you see him fuck. Like, I know. What a life this guy's had, man. Crazy. Dude, him and Whitney like didn't leave the house for like two months. Whitney had a living girlfriend who was like a lesbian, uh, who he threw out because <laughs> she was in every scene like, in the background whenever he's fighting. And then he gets, he like gets, he proposes to Whitney, and then his ex girlfriend gets pregnant with his daughter. And like he kept having more daughters throughout the, throughout the, every time they went to a commercial, somebody else was pregnant. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, like, dude, it was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Dude, I gotta see this now. Uh, now I actually want to see it. I'm telling you, is it on like We or Lifetime BT, or BT? BT. Okay, yeah. Oh. The series or it's just one well, you know, BT. BT's been obsessed with making these biopics of, of '90s hip hop stars. Twitter went ballistic with this. Bobby they made Brown the fifth edition, the uh, the new edition movie. Then fifth got edition. Mad what am I like, talking about? His new girlfriend. Like also produced it, like his, the girl that like who's also gorgeous. Of course. And then like she's like the last hour, and then people keep dying, but they spend like a minute on his kid's death and a minute on the the wife's death. But then it, it's all about him and living the new girl at the end. And their love story. And she was like, shorten this part, shorten that part, and then I want you to add this thirty minutes to the end right there, so, where we go on a tour of Italy and enjoy some vino. So like Black Twitter went fucking ballistic on this because yeah. it was like Team Whitney versus Team. Bobby on Twitter. Oh my god! And like the greatest thing ever. These are the things you do at four or five Dude, in the Whitney, morning. Whitney shows up to the mom's funeral. Bobby's mom's die. Whitney just shows up. Bob's already married, and she's like, uh, "She'll always be my mom to me." And then sings and totally shades fucking, you know, the new wife. Fucking sings this fucking because she's fucking Whitney Houston. And I went too. And Bobby's just and she's got better seats at the funeral than Bobby does. Like she's like sitting in front of Bobby. Well, at the, at she's the, that's true at the Grammys as well. <laughs> She's, she's always gonna get better seats. Her ghost gets better seats Dude, than Bobby. It was unbelievable. But like everywhere, everything Bob, like Bobby goes out. Like his daughter, Bobby's sister is getting married. So Bobby goes out with the sister, and then like this sister's new husband, he gets shot. Like, they're, they're, like <laughs> again, there's a common. There's only one common thread. And the thread is Bobby Brown. Yeah, I'm beginning to think maybe Bobby Brown's a mass murderer. I think he's just—I think he's just killing all these motherfuckers. They just be like, I don't know what happened. I was just standing here, and then this motherfucker died. My jeep was on the train tracks. It happened again. Then Bobby Brown. Your Honor, can you believe this shit? But then Bobby Brown. I'm cursed. But then Bobby Brown's sister went on went on Facebook and wrote how bullshit the movie is. And part. then saying that Alicia, who's Bobby's new wife, is trying to murder him. And then, and that Again, she, the common thread here. And that she thinks that Alicia... Bobby's training her. And that she thinks Alicia killed Whitney and the daughter, too. No, yeah, like, you got to see this, uh, like, that, like, it keeps going. That's so crazy. Yeah, but that first album was great. Like, when that Roni, Truth About Roni. Oh, listen, man. My prerogative. And Dude, the, it was huge. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, that's, that was, it was unbelievable. Yeah. 
It was, uh, but yeah. But, but he broke out first and then Bell Biv DeVoe, right? Or was it Bell Biv DeVoe and then him solo? I think, I think it was him solo first. Him and solo then they, first. Then they're like, oh, we have the other members of New Edition as well. So, because yeah, I think he was the first one to break out after that. Oh, dude, dude. He bought his parents like a mansion, like a huge ass mansion. Forgot to pay for it. No, but, <laughs> but it had carpets that had said Bobby Brown on every carpet. <laughs> every room. And then at one point, he was. Well, you listen, you spend that kind of money, you want to remind him, hey, I bought this for you, You're motherfucker. Walking on my totally, name, exactly. <laughs> you want to remind him every step, Bobby Brown. Bobby, yeah, we point, owe Bobby. He really? was in, a, he was in a, a bus, a tour bus, and he was like, the bus, I don't know. It exploded. No, he, he, saw, he saw someone's <laughs> The car. driver died. The band died. The wheels blew up. And Bobby just walked around and going, I don't know what happened to all these wheels. Somebody murdered my bus. Someone murdered my bus, y'all, and my band, and my driver. Jeez, it just keeps happening. Dude. You're on it. I don't know what happened. Dude, he sees someone's car and goes, I'll buy that car off you. Gives the guy cash, <laughs> takes to the airport, <laughs> and then just leaves the car there. And the car got murdered, as well as the guy he bought it off him. The cash exploded <laughs> in his face. Before he had the airport. As soon as he left. As soon as he left. Pow, 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 pow. Dude, the Bobby Brown story is the greatest thing I've ever seen. You know what it is? I want to watch it, but I want to watch it with him doing the commentary. I feel like Bobby Brown has a twin that we don't know about (laughs) who's just following around settling scores. Oh, dude, it's unbelievable. They Uh, think the twin died at childbirth. Nope, he's still out there. Dude, yeah. But, like, yeah, the Whitney, um, then he, he, like, him getting sober in jail was, he, he, like, got sober in jail, and then he got out. The first thing Whitney does is put Coke up his nose. Well, that's how you celebrate. I mean, come on. He's been in jail. It took a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, and it was always like, and even like the domestic violence was like, he, he came home and Whitney's crack dealer was there. So he was beating up the crack dealer. Whitney said, no, Bobby, and then punched her by accident. And then he got arrested for domestic violence. So That's, I'm sure, exactly how that went down. I'm sure that there's a lot of accidental punching of the wives out there. <laughs> Because he also, what happened was he actually, he hit her, but then she turned and ran into a door <laughs> and then fell down some stairs. It's amazing the way all this happens and at she's once. She's dead, so she can't defend herself. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy how his kids are pretty, like, well-adjusted, though. He's got, like, seven of them. Except for the one who died. No, even though, no, Bobby Brown Jr. wrote, like, oh. on his sister's thing, like, hey, aunt, leave Bobby alone. It was a good movie. So, like, <laughs> I'm an executive producer. I've got producer credit on it. Stop it. All right, we're going to call Tatiana Suarez. I have to pee. I do too. All, All right, right, you go first. Yeah, Bobby Brown. I'm, t- I'm telling you, you got to watch it. It's, oh it's, my it, God. it really is the, gr- it is the greatest thing on I television. do have to see it now. Hello? Hello, is this Tatiana Suarez? Yes, this is her. Hey, Yay! you're on the MMA Roasted podcast. Congrats on your amazing win on Saturday night. Holy shit, you look good. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. No, no, I said, I said it last time on the show. I go, I think you're the future champion. People laughed at me. They threw things at me. They were like, what are you, crazy? Nobody believed me. This is all, I'm taking all the credit for your success, what I'm trying to say. Uh, <laughs> but uh, congratulations. Uh, did that fight go down exactly how you saw it going down? Yeah, it did. Yeah. Um, you know, I think, uh, 
you know, I think Carla's a talented fighter. I think, uh, you know, her wrestling is great. And her, she, you know, she she's has a lot of experience in the octagon. Um, her stand-up has only been getting better. So I took her very seriously. Um, but I just, I just knew that, um, you know, we had different levels of wrestling. Um, and uh, I knew that uh, I would end up being very dominant, um, especially because I've been working on my ground and pound. Um, I don't really throw that many elbows in practice, of course, because of you know, because uh, I don't I don't want to like elbow my my teammates and all that. But um, I see the positions often, and I have really long arms, so like it's hard to like you know hammer fist sometimes because sometimes it's just so long, and I'm like I don't end up hitting them, so the elbows you know reach a little bit better. Um, so yeah, uh, so you know I. I um, my ground and pound is getting better, and I and I just had a feeling that um, I was going to dominate in that fashion. I mean, I said it before the fight, and it's not like I'm not like in a cocky way, but I just knew um, we're just too different. You know, we're on two different levels in terms of the MMA. No, but no, but she wrestled in college. Did you wrestle in college? Um, I didn't like I didn't wrestle in college because I went straight to the world level. Oh, uh, okay. So you went right to the Olympic Training Center? Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. I mean, I wrestled one year in college, but but uh, like I just needed to focus on becoming an Olympic champion instead of like you know uh, what would you rather be a, a collegiate national? You'd rather be an Olympic champion, you know. Right. So, did you? I mean, how did you do in your the one year in college? Did you win the Did you win the nationals? Well, I didn't go because I was traveling. Like, I was still on the world team, uh, so I was traveling. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it, got it, got it. And then, and then, and this is free. So you you had to learn freestyle too. Yeah, well, there is no collegiate. Yeah. You no, know, there is no collegiate wrestling for women. It's always freestyle. Ah, uh, oh, oh, really? Even, uh, okay. Oh, wait. And college yeah. wrestling is. Yep. Wait. Even in college. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't realize yeah, that freestyle is in college. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, the only time, you know, women wrestle uh, folk style is when they're, you know, um, in high school. So other than that, it's. it's that is right so that is so dumb. Imagine because you train high school folk style and then you have to learn freestyle in college. It's like there, it's it's a it's a it's not that di different, but it is different enough where you get guys that are great in freestyle and not that good in folk style and vice versa. Yeah, that's crazy. That's yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I wrestled. For me, it wouldn't really matter because I wrestled freestyle growing up, and I wrestled Greco as well. Like I was. I was tossing around young boys. <laughs> oh, that, 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 sounds, that sounds a little creepy, but okay. Now, um, uh, as far as now, you, <laughs> you, you killed it on Saturday. Now, where, where are you training in California, and who are your, who are your training partners? Uh, I train in, at Millennium MMA in Rajakukamunga. Right. And uh, my training partners are, are, are mostly... Um, guys, I don't really train with any girls. So you training with like Georgie? Um, he doesn't train there anymore. Uh, he's training at the training oh, lab. Got it, got it. Were I mean, you surprised that Carla was able to hang in there as long as she did? Because you were really, 
raining those elbows down on her face. Yeah, she's tough. You know, I knew she was going to be tough. Um, and, um, you know, I don't know what, I mean, what is she going to be like? No, I give up, you know? Yeah. She's not, you know, so, um, you know, she kept moving, which, you yeah. know, was good, you know. And she stayed heavy on my head. Um, which was really good too. You know, that's how wrestlers wrestlers are. They they stay heavy on the head and stuff like that. Which, you know, uh, my my neck the next day was really sore from that. <laughs> yeah. No. I. Um, yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. But um, no. But uh, no, I wasn't surprised at all. No, to be honest, no. I I knew she, she's tough. She's really, really tough, and um, I respect her for that. You know? I just thought it was a bad matchup for Carla also because usually she has the wrestling advantage, and then you get, you get a, a girl like you, and you're like, fuck. You know, it's like they take away her 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 advantage. Yeah. You know, it's so, uh, and I was like, ugh. Now, you looked a lot bigger than her. What time, a lot. At what weight did you come into the octagon at? 125. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow, so 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 it's not even that hard of a cut for you. Uh, I came in at one twenty seven or one twenty six point something. So no, not that. It wasn't that bad. No, people make me out to be like this huge freaking bantam weight or something. Like you know, I think that's that's pretty like inaccurate. Like I'm just really, I'm just white. Like I'm white sideways. Like you know, like width. I'm very like white. Yeah. But I'm not that big. I came in. They weighed me before my fight. I weighed 120, 125, and then they weigh you after your fight. And I still weighed the exact same. I was 125 after. Like, literally, they weigh you right after your fight. Wow. So you didn't lose any weight during the fight? Well, I drank water and oh, stuff, yeah, so true. I yeah. guess I probably, you know. Yeah, that's true. Now, I probably gained weight with water, and then I lost it during the fight again. Now, Tatiana, listen. I've been watching this sport for a long time, before you were even born. And uh, <laughs> I got to say, I honestly think you could be the champ at 115 and 125. I think you could be the first two-division female champion. No, I agree with you. I, um, I definitely agree <laughs> nice, with you. Nice, there um, it is. And, you know, I, I've, um, mm, how would you say, like, I, I'm... It's just kind of crazy because I've seen, you know, like my, it, it's kind of crazy because coming into this, you know, I was a straight wrestler, you know, I've never done any striking, I've never done any jiu-jitsu or anything like that. So, you know, sometimes wrestlers come in and their transition isn't, isn't always the greatest, you know, sometimes people transition better than others. Like, I know there's a lot of great wrestlers that transition to MMA that didn't, you know, make it. And it's not always, you know, you never know how your wrestler is going to transition to MMA. It's really hard because, I mean, like, with me, um, you know, I'm, I am I do a lot of setups in wrestling, and in MMA, you can't really do that many setups. You know, you're standing straight up, and I'm, like, someone who's, like, really low to the ground when I wrestle. So it's, like, you know, it's really, really different, and you have to really, like, work on the craft. And the, MMA is so difficult, you know. Um, so it's been adjustment to really, like, change my wrestling to, you know, what what's the best for MMA, especially like say you shoot a double leg or something like that and your head's on a certain side, you can get guillotined. Right. You know, certain things like that. Um, yeah, and sometimes that happens to wrestlers, you know, like Bubba Jenkins or yeah. um, Lance Palmer who got like guillotined by Georgie, you know. Um, uh, but, you know, like my, my MMA has, has, has come a long way and, 
you know, I think it's only getting better, and I'm only getting better. And I think everybody sees it, and so I'm getting more and more attention. Um, but, you know, I knew this was, um, I knew that this was, like, inevitable. You know, I work really, really hard. It's not like I was just, like, poof, God gave me all these millions of talents and all this other stuff. You know, I work really, really, really hard. You know, I'm the, I, I believe I'm, like, of the hardest worker at my gym. No, I mean, so. it, it really shows. Now, last time you were on the show, you had a boyfriend. He was a fighter, uh, but he was only like a minor league fighter. He wasn't very good. Uh, are you <laughs> Are you still dating this guy? Have you or, upgraded? Uh, I, I mean, you, you got to be with a champion, right? Over. Who are, 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 we, are we still dating anybody? <laughs> uh, I never said he wasn't good at it. You, you said he was okay, but he was an but, amateur, uh, and like you know, that you, you know that you could beat him up and stuff. But uh, what about now? Are, are you still dating uh, that guy? No. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I'm still dating the same guy, and uh, no, he's great. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you're still with the guy. Now, now, who who is it? Tell. Is it Lorenz Larkin? No, you already asked us last time. Oh. Oh. Did you? Uh, what was his name? name was Chris. Chris. All right. Chris who? <laughs> Hello? Yeah, Chris Sykes. Chris Sykes. Oh, good. All right. There well, I'm, I'm kidding. By the way, Chris Sykes, I'm totally kidding about you not being any good. I have no idea if you're good or not. But uh, you're good enough. <laughs> but if you're good enough for Tatiana, I like you because you're not a kind of girl that's going to go for some schmuck, right? You're a, you're a, this is a world-class athlete. You have a, you have a, a national championship, you know, body and, and, and face, and, and, and you're a good person. So you're not going to give it up for anybody, right? <laughs> hey, what's your? Can I ask you what is your mix? What's your? Because Tatiana and Suarez are two very different names. You know, Tatiana feels kind of Russian, and then Suarez feels much more Latino. So, what's your mix? What do you actually? What do you got Russian going on there? <laughs> is it? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, my my grandma, my mom. You know, my grandma, my mom's side. She's uh. You know. She had some German Norwegian and um, okay. like German from Russia. There it is. Uh, and then, and then my dad was Mexican. So. Mexicano. Greg is also uh, uh, Mexican. Mexican. Yes. Confused. <laughs> now, that's why I saw that. I'm like, I'm like, Tati, I was like, you're awfully tall for a Mexican. <laughs> now, now, okay. Now, back to uh, uh, Chris Sykes. So how did <laughs> now how did Chris get you? Like what was his? Because uh, there are a lot of guys out there who would love to get a single leg, uh, a, a, a national leg, a, a national <laughs> champion, female fighter, cancer survivor, beautiful rank woman like yourself. So what's the secret? Um. I don't know. He's just a good guy, and he was and he was good looking. So ah. yeah. good looking helps. Uh, he goes to my gym, and um, <laughs> and he like came after me right away. So oh, okay, <laughs> so he came to you, and he's like, and he said, "Hey, you want to go out to the movies, or you, you look really cute, or can I try on your medals?" Uh, like, what was his uh, what was his pickup line? No, he was no. He we well, actually we talked for like four hours before he asked for my number. Ah. Oh, okay. Did, did, he, did he kidnap you? I mean, how did he get you for four hours? Well, we're at the gym. Ah. And we're done. We just got done with practice. 
Okay. So he just like started talking to me. So you guys are both sweaty. But I, I want. Yeah, pretty gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So he, he, so you were sweaty. He was sweaty. It's so funny way girls always think of it as it's so gross, and guys are always like, no, that's that's just right. That's really hot. That's so hot. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh. You're glistening. And you're wet. Okay, so so he went up to you. I was trying to be and he somewhat like, nice. And, and he was like, Tatiana, uh, I love your double leg, but you got to teach me that inside trip. And then you were like, Chris, when are you going to win a fight? Is, is that how it went down? <laughs> Hello? He's like, yeah, maybe you can help me wrestle, you know, so. Oh, that's good. I like it. Yeah. I like it. So, uh. Yeah. Are you? And then we found out that we both like dog training because, like, I was training dogs at the time, and he did it for fun. And now, actually, like, we've switched roles. Now I do it for fun, and he does it for a dog. All right. Well, Chris so. Sykes is 4-0, and undefeated kid, uh, 145 out of uh, Fontana, yeah, featherweight. And he's 4-0 he's and as a pro, so this guy's legit. He's really good, this kid, huh? Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. And he was he's a little, little knockout office. And he and he was three and one as a, as a, as an amateur, so uh, good for him. Good for you guys. I like a power couple. I like it. <laughs> and he has the quickest yeah. knockout amateur history. Yeah, three seconds. Three second knockout. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Damn. That's good for. That's pretty much. He went out there and then threw a kick. To the, a head kick and then the guy. <laughs> Chris Psycho Sykes. That's his name. Right on. Uh, and he is a very, very good looking gentleman. Uh, it looks like he's like mixed, right? Is he, <laughs> is, he, is, he, is he black and Mexican or he's got like a little, is he a mixed? He's actually black. I'm pretty sure he's like black, Irish, and some like Indian, Native American. Ah, well, well, tell him I said congratulations. For, uh, <laughs> I will let him know. One hundred percent. Now, do you, do you guys live together? Yeah. Oh, so this is serious. I like it. Well, good for you guys. Good That's for great. you. All right. So listen, guys. She's off the market. Stop sending her dick pics or whatever. Uh, or start. Or, <laughs> I got one today, actually. You got really? Uh, 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 ween dog. Really? So some random guy sent you a dick pic today? Yeah. It's pretty much like every day. It's pretty. What, cool. like on Twitter or what? On Instagram or? <laughs> on Instagram, yeah. Man, what is it with these fucking guys and these female athletes? They like, must have big dongs. Is that ever has that ever worked in the history of, of trying to pick up a chick? Probably. I feel like more than once. No, come on. It really? depends on the penis. Come on. <laughs> But Joe she's was banging a chick while getting a traffic violation. I don't know. I've never ever unsolicited anyone a dick pic, um, uh, or anyone. My wife had to beg me for one, and then I was like, finally, I was like, and that's right. actually how they got married. That's he it. was like, yeah, if you marry me, then I'll send you a dick. Pic. Yeah, really, I really was. I think I've, I think I think I bought her a house before a dick pic. No, actually, we had, we're we're, we're uh, renting. So anyway, so Tatiana, who do you want to fight next? The champ. Um. Uh, I don't really care who I fight next. I, I would prefer to fight, um, what's the girl that Andrade just fought? Carolina. Carolina, Carolina, Carolina. Yeah, I, I forget her name sometimes. Uh, Carolina, uh, I would prefer to fight her just because of the fact that um, she beat Rose, too. Yeah. 
Yeah, but uh, yeah, but shouldn't you? Yeah, but she's but she just uh, lost. Wouldn't you rather fight someone who uh who, I think she should who fight, like just won? I think she should fight Joanna. Yeah, what about Joanna? Fight Joanna for a title shot. I'll fight her. Yeah, I would like that too. Cause, um, then they could come. Then they can call me the champ killer. Yeah, I don't think anybody's gonna beat you, honestly. I, but don't let it get to your head. That's the only thing. I don't want to tell you that because I don't want to get to your I head. I love the fight. A fight between uh, her and Rose. Um. Yeah, I love That'd it. Be a ridiculous. It's fight. okay. It's okay. You're supposed to believe that, you know, when you get in there. That's that's. I mean, I honestly, I don't get, I don't get nervous at all when I'm in there. I feel zero jitters. I'm not, I'm not nervous. I'm not scared. Um, I'm 100% confident because, I mean, you know, I believe in myself. I believe in my training and um, my coaches and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm like just really confident in myself. Obviously, like I respect every athlete, and I know anything can happen in a fight. But, I mean, if you go in there with doubt. You know, I mean, how how great are you going to really perform or, you know, or are you going to hold back because you don't believe in yourself? Um, and confidence is key. Confidence is key. Um, your mental your mental health is just as important as your physical health when you get in there, you know? That's true. You've also so, never lost a round. Um, sure. You've never lost a round in there. That's crazy. Well, yeah, technically I did because they gave Carla the first round of my fight. Come on. What? what? That's based on what? Imagination? That's, that is fucking ridiculous. That's crazy. That that is crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. They, they gave uh, one judge gave her a ten eight round or eight. Yeah. What? I, I think she'd know the names. She probably she probably got they got confused. There's no way you lost a round. Yeah, and and that judge should be banned from judging for the rest of their life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, listen. <laughs> Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, listen. Thank you. And, and we love Carla. We, you know, we think she's great. But I mean, the, the, what that was is what it was, you know. And it was a, it was a pretty good ass beating. Yeah. Yeah. Well. No. Yeah. No. I. I. Yeah. No. Um. That's kind of crazy. I was like, what? What happened there? But. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. Kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. Uh. I had fun. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. You know what? I really enjoyed it just because um, I really like. I actually liked going, you know, as long as I did, just because like it was another, it was another, um, you know, 14 plus minutes in the octagon, which which is more experience for me. And I showed all the girls, you know, in in my weight class that not only can I do that kind of physicality. Uh, for five minutes, but I can do it for almost 15 minutes straight, you know, and then come out with the finish at the end. So I just, you know, I want to, I want to send a message. Well, listen, you, uh, you were born to do this. Uh, it's an honor uh, to have you on the show. Please don't, please don't uh, not come back on when you win the belt. All right. Uh, <laughs> back on all right okay or i'll tell all my followers to, to send your boyfriend dick pics uh and then but uh but but, but congrats on being uh, an inspiration to all people out there uh thank you thank you i appreciate it i i really appreciate your time oh no i appreciate you more take care tatiana thank you you too that was Tatiana Suarez. Why are you laughing? You're going to have to cut this out. What? But that was the most forced, like, 
Let's end this. Sum no, it up and get it. No, it wasn't. You were like you're an. It just seemed. It was like you're you're an inspiration and you're a role model. I don't. It just sounded funny. You're gonna to talk to me about about uh, how you people about talk uh, like <laughs> about sounding like they're not into it. I mean, no, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying all of my victims were totally into it. <laughs> Every single one of them, I made them, or they thought they, thought they might live. And of course I won 1,000%. No, I, we had it for 21 minutes. And no, I, I thought that, I, yeah, you just you wrapped it up, I mean, in your yeah. normal... She's amazing. Yeah. She's, she's awesome. Oh, she, no, it was just a throwback to like a couple years ago when you and Bubba used to make fun of him for that shit. Uh, no, now you're going to... No, him and Bubba are not siding with you in this. I was going to say, way, well, don't try and drag no, me no, into no, some I'm historical just, fucking debate. You were saying that was a terrible ending, and he was just... I, it sounded pretty... I mean, you know how you kind of trip over your words sometimes, but oh, I mean, it sounded pretty normal. Blame it on the black guy. It was Bubba gets blamed for this. Yeah, let's oh, put it on Bubba. Yeah, of course. Um, uh, I mean, Bubba's fighting, right? Coming up soon? Yeah, yeah. In, uh, in Bahrain or something? <laughs> Some country I've never heard of for a featherweight <laughs> champion. For the title. He got the title shot. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. The, the title of Botswana. The title of least amount of fights in three years. But, Listen, he's a great guy, and I hope he wins, and I hope he puts him back on track. He should win. He won his last fight. Oh, Bubba, good. Bubba's an exceptional athlete and he's killing it over at Kenny Johnson. Yeah, I just wish he'd taken more time with his MMA career in terms of learning the striking and that stuff and, you well, know, building like up this fight. like a traveling preacher too. Man, yeah, he listen, does. He, he has, has a, a, he has, he was posting stuff that he's going to different places and doing like, you know, seminars and talkings and whatever. You know what? I, I, I grew up in a very churchy environment. And, you know, anytime these speakers that come through and they're like, oh, like, I used to screw all these women and I used to do all these drugs, but then I found God. I'm like, well, I would like to screw those women and do those drugs too before I find God. I appreciate the message, but, so I but, but I don't get to do that because you got to do it. Is that the fucking message? Because I ain't buying it, pal. If you got redemption, then I'm going to go do all this shit first uh, too yeah. and then I'll find redemption. I'm not, I'm not buying I don't buy a lot of that. I mean, that's what always drove me crazy about those guys that would come through with their what testimony the that, the about how they had all the work. Deion Sanders was the worst. <laughs> Deion Sanders, when Deion Sanders became a Christian, he lived in Dallas, played for the Cowboys, and after the rap album and all the whores and all the trouble, all of a sudden he became a Christian and a minister. And he would go on TV and he'd be like, I had every woman of every kind, every denomination, every size, every color, on every part of my body. But it wasn't enough. <laughs> I needed Jesus. I was the fastest man in the NFL, but I couldn't run from I know, God. I supposed to brag about all this. Totally, that's what it sounded like. It sounds like you're bragging, bro. It doesn't sound like you found Jesus. It sounds like you're bragging. the guy tried to feel up Ariana Grande on TV? You see that guy? Oh, yeah, the the, the priest or whatever? The Franklin yeah, what a freak. And that's the thing. You see that and you realize that that's his move. That is the first time he did that. That's the first time he got caught. Yeah. I'm telling you, we got to just outlaw the Catholic Church in America. Just fucking burn this shit. To I don't the know about that. But Jew power. I don't know about that. But I Jew think, power is called banking. I just think that there's, there's corrupt people in every organization. <laughs> Particularly and, that one. Did you see that? I mean, first, the, these thousands of children that have been molested, hundreds of thousands of children molested by the priests. Now, there's a new report that came out about the St. Joseph's Orphanage where they were just killing orphans for decades. The nuns really? were abusing torturing and murdering orphans for decades. You think that's happened to Wean Dog? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> so anyway. It wasn't, I mean, he did it to himself. No, I'm right. not sure if he's invited to my wedding or not, but uh, I'm kind uh, of nervous. Oh, come on. All right, so what do we got coming up, Greg? 
Well, like I said, this weekend, one-year anniversary of the Stir Crazy Comedy Club in Phoenix. I'm the one-year anniversary headliner this weekend. I love. I, was, I think I was the second comic at the club when they first opened, and I'm just looking forward to going back out there and having a great weekend in Phoenix. The CBU? Nothing. Mm. My life is really entertaining right now. Just planning the wedding, working, and mm. that's pretty much it. Oh, also, I've been doing my fantasy football podcast. Nice. Fan- oh, but this is funny, too, because it's fantasy football, harsh reality. And for some reason, Al Iaquinta, uh, like, responded to it and was like, was like, asterisk realty. Oh, like, no, no, that, like, no, no, I know who that is. That's the parody account. That's the parody Oh, that's the parody version of him. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, that's real, my friend Aaron. Like, harsh realty? Okay, whatever. Okay. You want to, if that makes you happy, fine. All right, so I will be, uh, first of all, if you want to advertise on the MMA Roasted podcast, hit me up, adamhuntercomedy at gmail.com. We'll work something out, okay, where you, we could uh, talk about your whatever you want to advertise. Uh, also, <laughs> <laughs> someone well, wants not, to advertise their dick pics. Not, not, well, not whatever, but we'll figure it out. Okay, also, if you shop on Amazon, go to adamhunter.com first, then click on the Amazon banner, and then order whatever you want because I get money for that. Also, uh, next uh, Thursday and Friday, I'll be in Rochester, New York with Jeremy Piven at the Carlson Comedy Club. And I'm in Vancouver, September 28th to 29th at Laugh Lines in Canada. I'm at the Des Moines Funny Bone, October 5th through the uh, 8th. I'm at the Diamond Joe Casino in Iowa in Dubuque, October 10th. Cedar Rapids Comedy Club in Penguins, uh, October 12th. Funny Bone in Des Moines again, October 13th with Piven. These are all with Piven, by the way. Uh, And Omaha, Nebraska, October 14th. And the Kansas City Improv with Jeremy Piven, October 15th. Uh, Then I will be in Miami, Oklahoma, October 26th and 27th at the Looney Bin Saloon. Uh, And then, uh, yeah, that's it for now. Uh, And then November 30th, South Point Casino. And New Year's Eve, that whole week, I'm at the Stratosphere in Las Vegas. So... uh, Thank you all for listening trap, to the podcast and uh, take care. Trap, sauce, and trap, dance. Tunis, sauce, the hook, and double land. Tavas, tot, and double the world.